You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams Podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams Podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. We've got tacos, we've got titties, and and we've we've got got the sauce sauce you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth. The legend of Creep Mouth, the brotherhood of Cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay? Mouth, fire, motherfucking mouth. (laughs) Wait, Andy Rocky Goon Jesus? We're not going to include what, old gray hair? No, you're not going to include Iraqi Goon Jesus? Oh, Iraqi. I forgot about him. Iraqi Goon Jesus. So, like... (laughs) And Zodiac Zombie. Listen to the Titties and Tacos podcast, dropping flash fried episodes every Taco Tuesday on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network after dark. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. You're listening to Unicorns Are Real on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Welcome to the Unicorns Are Real podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Miss Dobbins. And today we have two special unicorns. Please, special unicorns, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Justin Lamar Jones. Okay. Darius Lamar Baber. Do you guys really have the same middle? We spell it. I have two R's in my middle name. Um, Mine is actually a Lamar. It's sexy. It's L E capital M A R. My Lamar is from my Lamar is like a West Side kind of Lamar. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm named after a light skinned nigga from the West Side. <laughs> I know a lot of light skinned dudes named Lamar. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. Dang, it is a lot of light skinned mm-hmm. named Lamar. Yeah. yeah. It's Why funny because I'm not light skinned. So no? Yeah. Makes You're no brown. Sense. Yeah. You get the Hershey. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice little brown. Oh. <laughs> 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 Chocolates. Okay, how is um how are you guys this week? My week's real pretty good. My week has actually been horrible, but you know, it's it got better today and yesterday. So nice, okay. nice. So we're gonna um I don't know. <laughs> Do we wanna start with the bad week or the good week? I Let's start with the bad week and then start with the bad week. You know, leave off on the positive. Leave off on the positive. So why was your week hard? You um, wanna tell the pot? I mean the listeners? Yeah, I'm a vulnerable ass person. Okay. All you gotta do is say like hi and I could tell you my life story. Um but no, my week has just been a little difficult because I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety lately. Um just like dealing with a lot of like old past triggering situations just popping up in my face out of nowhere. And um, then small things. I'm like a control freak. So like small things have been popping off. Like my refrigerator stopped working. And that just make, they, they this just added the, the cherry on top to a lot of other things. But, you know, just anxiety has just been fucking with me lately. Whether it be just like ancient niggas popping up in your life or, yeah. you know, that one uncle who stared, you know, you a little too long at the family dinners popping up and you know stuff like that mm-hmm. but um you know 
I get all that anxiety out through dancing. And I, I went out dancing last night. I fucked that shit up. So. Ooh, he is I remember a very it, good dancer. Yeah, and he tried to get us to dance. <laughs> like did I did. I wanted y'all to dance with me last so night. bad. No, uh, no, no. Like, last uh, Thursday. Yeah, last, yeah, last Thursday. Thursday. You got to yeah. dance with Justin. He really <laughs> like, we, we had, there was, we had a, uh, a friend that came from out of town. Mm. And we didn't want to leave, you know. That person hanging. Nah, you should have left them hanging. They should have came dancing with you. Yeah. I want to dance I, with everyone. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. He's not a dancing type of person. Neither am I. He's the greatest dancer. <laughs> nah, Aaron knows that he wouldn't. He, he, he wouldn't have. He, he wouldn't have. He's Oh, uh, I'm not oh, going to talk gonna about <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Yeah. We hear you listening. And we appreciate you. His name's not Aaron. His name's not Aaron. My bad. I don't know who Aaron is. Her name's Aaron. Her oh, name. hey, Aaron. <laughs> I know that Aaron. I thought his name was Aaron, too. No. You're not listening, Justin. I'm not. Well, yeah. Mm. Those were my progress reports when I was in school. I didn't get good <laughs> active listening. listening grades. Mine, they used to, like, uh, snitch to my mom. They were like, Aaron daydreams a lot in class. I don't know where she goes, but she goes somewhere <laughs> And I used to be like, Snitch. yo, and then I, then I daydream in the middle of them talking to her. So it'd just be like, oh. that's lit. You were astral projecting at such a young age. That's lit. Dang, Snitch reports, not progress reports. Snitch reports. <laughs> yep. Okay. But yeah. Anything else that you want to share? Uh, that I want to share about my week. About you said, week? how did it get better? Yeah. Oh, it got better. Um, it was it only dancing. Um, no, I just got the opportunity to see my best friend. <gasps> Um, and my best friend is a flight attendant, so we don't see each other often. We Mm -hmm. go like months without, and I think that's one thing I love about friendships. Mm -hmm. Like the real good ones is like, I can go three, four months without talking to you or seeing you. But when I do, it's it's like like we never left. Yeah. You never left. Like it's the, the energy still there. It's like just a a fluid stream of continuity that just never breaks when you have a real relationship. I love, I I love, yes. Quote that. Yes. I'm putting up quotation fingers right now. And I'm not even a poet. But Snap, snaps. <laughs> so is it my turn? Yes, mm-hmm. Darius. It is your turn. Now. Um, He's been waiting anxiously. He I wants have, to get I'm off very his anxious. chest. Y'all gave me some black tea, and I have a very high metabolism, so I suck up everything. Ooh, but um, that means that he's that's about what to he take said. a dump. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. But um, yeah, I might take a dump very soon after this. But uh, my day has been going pretty good. Uh, I got sick like two days ago. Oh no, that sucked. Um, Hopefully, this tea helps. Yeah, um, I keep on getting blessed with awesome opportunities because I keep living my life's purpose, and mm. that's how you get blessed with awesome opportunities. So that's awesome. Um, what opportunities? Um, uh, Anything that, that you can share? Uh, I mean, I can share. Um, like, um, this is lady who has like a, um, a children's gallery. And she's trying to bring me aboard to help teach children art, which I Ooh, love to do. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I just got a commission yesterday night just when I needed some money. And that always happens almost yeah. like it's mm. magical. It um, really does. Because I really, you know, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to say I don't like doing commissions because I, I appreciate them. And I'm very thankful. But it's not my favorite thing to do. But they always come when I need them. Because you're creating something <laughs> that you didn't think of yeah. initially. But now, now I try to think. I try to change my my frame of thought and and try not to be negative because I know all my artist friends we always talk about how we don't like doing commissions it's taking us away from what we love to do yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. but I take it as like this is training you know what I mean so like I'll look at the commission and I'm like okay how can I make this funky and fun for me yeah you know what I mean it's like a challenge mm-hmm. so if I can do that then I feel really good about it and then it inspires me to keep going I've had I've been doing this commission for a while now 
um, that I'm a man. I'm a. It'll be done next Tuesday by this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But it it was a big challenge. Like you just because it's not something that you would initially make on your own. And first of all, first off, it's always challenging when somebody comes when they say, "I really want to buy something, buy a piece mm-hmm. of art that you create for me," but they don't have any idea what they want. That's the best because then it's your idea. No, because it's not necessarily my idea. I have to pry things out of them. Yeah. And it's still something they want to do. But I, I, I found out that if I'm working with somebody that has like some type of mutual connection with at least like something, like a lot of times people ask for like a musician, right? Mm-hmm. It's always easier to paint a musician if you, if you love their music, right? Because yeah. you feel like you can get extra funky with it because you have a connection with that person, how they create. Most definitely. Yeah, so that, that's, that's a better part of doing a commission. But what? if you don't have any type of connection with them, like if they're asking you to paint a family, them or their family member, mm-hmm. that's just weird because I don't even know you. Cause I don't, you know? well, then, <laughs> but then the way you make it fun for yourself, you focus, don't focus on the connection you don't have. Yeah. And focus on like coming up with questions you can ask the person to make that connection. You know what I mean? So, like, and then give them the least amount of options. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then you know what you're working with, and then you just ask those core questions, you know, just that you can add in. Cause it's a commission, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what you can ask them. That's for you to think about. But. Yeah. And you have to be careful that like, people will try to change stuff up, like, well, can you add this? That's Can my least favorite thing. Can you do this? I I opted out of doing commissions a while back. Like I just I don't I don't. It's not for me. It doesn't work for me as an artist. If you want my art, then you want my art. Mm-hmm. That's don't you it, love the people that out. just want you to be like just just go ape crazy? Yeah, mm-hmm. and just make something. That's what I would do with any artist. Yeah. Like I would just be like, just create something. Like if I, I, don't, I mean, I don't care. I'm I mean, like, you're gonna tell me the price, but like exactly. I just want to. I wanted to. If I like your work and I appreciate your work, I want something you to create out that exactly. comes out your mind. And then it's even <laughs> more something. beneficial when like yeah. you appreciate the artist because like I know Darius, you said this before, and I really resonate with it. When an artist creates something, it's kind of like an instantaneous snapshot of their mind at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an MRI. And so if I'm taking my time to create something for you, this is a like current depiction of what my brain and my life force looks like. And you want me to contort that? Just like the amount of times people have walked up to me and said, I want you to draw me a black woman. But wait, this is how I get different. She naked. <laughs> but wait, this is how it's even more different. She got daisy petals in her afro. And her afro look like Africa. And I'm just like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck <laughs> out of my DMs and my life force, get out of here. The weirdest part for me is when somebody asks me to draw them a tattoo. Mm. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> for one, you're telling that artist that's supposed to do your tattoo that you don't like their art. And you're asking them to copy somebody else's artwork. And I'm not with it at all. Mm. Don't ask me. I don't even know, like, because when you do tattoos, you have to know the anatomy of the body. The anatomy of the body. So mm-hmm. you have to know, like, the the contours of the body to make sure that the tattoo fits right in that in that placement. So if you're asking me to draw a tattoo for you to take to another artist that could easily do that for you, you know, you just throw them some ideas, and then that I feel like that's what a tattoo should be. You throw the artist some ideas, and then they create it. It's not something that's come out like, 
just completely drawn out. I mean, I guess I guess if you want them to do a portrait, then that's different. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to do portraits all day. Like just mm-hmm. just like straightforward. I do. I, <laughs> I thought. No, of but that your portraits sense. are different. They're not just like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anybody that knows Darius knows that his portraits are not just boring portraits of just they like yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you guys. Mm-hmm. They're not boring portraits at all because like you can definitely oh, make boy. a portrait funky and like and like something that has meaning. But people out here nowadays just only want photo, super photorealistic portraits, mm-hmm. and that's it. And they think that that's art. That's not always the case. Mm-hmm. You gotta lead it. You gotta lead it. You gotta just do a bunch of stuff. And if you just have a whole bunch of stuff, like if you go to Justin's Instagram, oh my god, I would be I would be offended if I was Justin too. If somebody asked me to paint uh, Africa hair, Afro, yeah, because he, he has so much of a catalog of what he does, and he's really good at it. So, yeah, so like you're trying to ask him to stray away from his art, what I do naturally, naturally, like and I'm always amazed when I see Justin's stuff. I, I am too. Oh, like you. honestly, like, I send him so many DMs <laughs> all the time. Like, oh my okay. god, this is so beautiful. If I didn't have funny money, I would buy this right now. <laughs> if I liked money. that, and I actually screenshot that and sent that to my mom. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Aww. My mom's like, oh. Like it's. I think it's interesting because like I think it's a part of like the. Um, I learned this word when I was in 11th grade. The McDonaldization mm-hmm. of That's a word. Yeah. And my sociology teacher taught me. McDonald's, bro. Is it, I feel like yeah. it's the McDonaldization of artists in this world because, like, you're trying to make us into corporations. You're trying to make us into a being outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. When you approach me as an artist, you look at me like I'm Target or I'm Walmart. But the gag is, I don't sell Target and Walmart art, nigga. I love it when people say the gag is. <laughs> that that always tickles my fancy. That? Kiki Palmer. Yeah. But the gag she is. She didn't even start it. No, she gets all the credit. Kiki Palmer, I mean, <laughs> the gag is originated from either a black woman or a black yeah. film. I know it that was much. a black film, but yes. I'm just. But the way she said it was just so funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, but the gag is. The gag one, is. What's that one movie about the writers and she's in it? Like, uh, the writers. Uh, was it writers or was they? The spelling, spelling bee. Oh, yeah. Keila and the bee. Oh, I love. I was so in love with her in that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh! Man. I like the movie what she did with Corbin Blue. Jump in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was good. Yo. Yeah, I, I wanted to be Corbin Blue after that movie. I can tell. He was so yeah. cool. <laughs> Literally. He was so cool. Yo, and I like that people tell me I, I kind of like look like Corbin Blue. I don't like the way he looks now. He's You're got a better a, version of Corbin Blue. You know, yeah. that's what happens, though, when you age like yeah. a white person. Like, he decided to sell his soul to Disney. There's pamphlets. There is websites. And there's books about this. Corbin Blue and, like, three other black people sold their souls to Disney Channel. Um, Eddie from That's So Raven. That's why he's, um, on, he's on meth now. And then the other dude... This is all a joke. There's, yeah, there's no proof. Yeah. I have to let you guys know he's lying. You guys yeah. This is this We is talk mad No, but I'm just saying, Eddie <laughs> Look is it up. on meth. He is. He is. He's on meth. I wonder if he meth really fucked up. Raven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did let that out. Just like, yep. I did. What did he, he say? Said, he said, we skirr so I, I I assume that all actors fuck each other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like like when you're an actor, you gotta be like real open, you know what I mean, during the time. And yeah. especially if it's a love interest. Maybe. Why not fuck each other? That's how Jennifer Anderson's life ended. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't want to. Yeah, I was like, uh, Is I that mean, just mutually exclusive to like actors, actors or artists? Cause both. Um, no. It is actors. a lot of artists. Both. both. I'm trying to go to an artsy orgy. <laughs> I'm a pass on that. I just want to see. I'm a voyeur. 
I just want to be ravaged. You say you're a voyeur. I'm oh a voyeur. God. Oh my god. I enjoy watching. You like peeking through the doors? I told you we about to get vulnerable. Y'all can, can know I start everything. The next segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all you unicorns in the room right now, I want to know what is your what are some of you guys' fantasies? Hold so, up. Yeah, we going? How he, he going to take over the yeah, show? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, can I start the next segment? This is the Darius and Jones. Hold up. He, he was like, he was like, I'm going to. Boom, 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 Jones. Boom, boom, Jones. He said, I'm going to take it to the extreme After Dark series. Yes. Because so y'all, y'all are After Dark podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, do you want to like do your intro? Oh, I can start. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to the Unicorns Are Real podcast studio, Mr. Boom, boom. Jones. Jones. Triple X. That's not my Boom. real name, y'all. That's, my, that's my made up black exploitation. Triple X. Mm-hmm. But Boom are we talking Boom about Jones. are we talking about our fantasies? Go crazy. Taboos, fantasies, yeah. Let's do that shit. I'll jump in. You know I'll jump in with you. I got you. I have a fantasy of being like ravaged by like five fine women. I don't know why. I just close my eyes sometimes and I feel it. I just feel it. Ravaged. I'm just laying there. And I don't know why I just want this to happen, but it's like five. Yeah, because you know, like. Okay. So what? A, all Wait, five, what's the, the significance time? of five? I just like how Jahir looked okay, up so at me. He was just like, "This is what we're talking about." I want me to get in detail. Yes. So yes. This please. is how we gonna segue to, to uh, booty eating too. So, <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> we already booty warriors. Yeah. So Disclaimer: like, We eat ass. Yeah, I don't. I do. Y'all should start. You know, it's awesome. Mm. I just started. So listen, I taught. So do you I'm want not, your girl to eat your booty too? You know what? Not at this moment because my booty is still pretty hairy. <laughs> but once I learn how to shave my booty, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm no, a, don't shave it. You gonna get some. No, you gonna get wicked so, hair bumps. So let me let me, let me let me help all y'all Mm-mm. out real quick. Mm-mm. Yeah, ladies. Hey, teach it. Buy you some clippers. Say like that shit. Small trimmer clippers. Yep. Don't use no razor on your pussy. That shit is dangerous. First of all, it is. And then second of all, the clippers. I know y'all scared of clippers because y'all don't use them. Clippers. You can't cut yourself with clippers. You got to really the guard. Hard. I mean, it's automatically a guard even when you don't have a. Yeah. So, you know, just take the clippers. You know, you don't have to get super skin close. If the dude trying to get you to get super skin close, first of all, don't do it for the dude. You know what do I mean? Do it for you, baby. I just feel like and here, I just feel you know, like I'm a grown woman smell. and, I'm you know, woman. and I don't, I can do children have bare, super bare, uh-huh. you know. Say that like, shit. See, that's what I'm about to say. Say that so shit. So, I was in a situation, I was, I was, you know, in the, in the mix or something. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was trying to do my thing, pleasure, <laughs> pleasure this young lady, you know what I mean? And she's like, oh. I didn't shave. I was like, girl, I'm a grown ass man. You know <laughs> Say what I mean? it. You know what I mean? Say like, that again. <laughs> Wait, I don't think the um, back of the church heard you. Say it again. You a grown ass man. Ooh. You know what I mean? That's what God gave us fingers for. So he goes, you know. Take that, <laughs> wow. take take that hair. That you know he pulled mean? that hair straight Boy, off off his tongue. Get it back out on there. You gotta get sloppy. Hey, Jesus. You make me so proud. Stick your chin in the booty. Yes. He understands. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get that nasty. What's your fantasy? Um, you know, Sexual. I don't really, I've, I've never really had like a, like a, a fantasy per se. Like I never just thought about, okay, yeah, I, I really want this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I've been in situations where, I mean, I thought that, oh, at the end, no, that was pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> oh, so like, you said you lived all your fantasies already. She living a great life. <sighs> She's saying that Asian she needs freak. to explore more. Asian uh, freak, y'all. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> hey, man, it's 2018. We all freaks. <laughs> that giggle implies more, everyone. No, Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, I mean, if you ever get the chance, Ooh. Um, I guess try being on a balcony <laughs> during sun, like a 
Sunset? Or I thought you were saying sunlight? if you ever get a chance with me. That's what, I was, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, so no. back to that artsy orgy. No, um, not with me. Because you ever get a chance. Like you like, said, if you ever get a chance. And I thought that was like, no. if you ever get a chance with me, this is how no. I want it. I got to take my scarf off, actually. Be wow. like, whew. No. Jesus. No, no, no. Asia about to reveal some things. Ooh, nope. <laughs> Jesus. So so yeah, on the balcony. Asia's yeah. like um turning <clears throat> several shades of pink. <laughs> sunset erupting. Um, so tell us about that balcony experience, Asia. Um, you know, it was nice because it was nice and breezy and get too hot and then it was mm. just beautiful. And then there was like, you know, sunset. it was like a it was a balcony facing, you know, wooded areas and then mm. it was like, you know, the sunset. Squirrels got a show. Mm. You know? They did. All the all the woodland. No, it wasn't a sunset. It was a sunrise. Sunrise. Ooh, I heard the birds mm. chipping, chirping. Oh, mm. he gave you morning. Mm. Oh yeah. Hey. Ain't nothing better than that. I think that's why we wake up with boners. Cause we're supposed to have sex in the morning. You know, to <laughs> quote BJ the Chicago Kid, "Sex is love, the best breakfast." I love BJ the Chicago yeah. Kid. I love listening to his music. Mm. It's I great. He's gonna change his name if he ever moves. <laughs> he should. I hope not. Nah, he would. You oh, you originated there. You got to represent Chicago yeah. Pride. Yeah, it's Justin's turn. Yeah, yeah. Here you go, Justin. Y'all, I got so many fantasies. Okay, well, I guess Give name your <clears throat> your. So like the one I get a lot of slack for my entire life. Um, I'm Ow. a brown, fluid man, masculine presenting force. <laughs> it changes, um, but with the one thing I've always wanted. <laughs> Um, because I'm a marginalized identity and uh, I need my reparations, <laughs> is to find an extremely straight, heteronormative, like, jock white bro who subsequently happens to be, like, the son of the president of, like, U of M or Wayne State <laughs> or just name a few universities that I can't afford to go to. Um, and he's just like, you know what? I got a kink. I want you to tie me up. And so I tie him up in my room. In my house. And then you just leave them there? And I just leave. I don't even got to touch you. I really don't even want to touch you, honestly. You leave a white man in your house? Yeah, because I'll come back and I'll take pictures and then, you know, his dad, you know, exposed. Then that's how I get my full ride to go to college. Um, so you're going to blackmail somebody? <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. You know you can go to jail for that, right? You know, but, you know, while I'm getting my college education, I'm going to nut every day in class because I'm like, wow, I got this. For me, um, <laughs> you know, there's nothing like exploiting. Yeah, as soon as the, the 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 professor writes on a chalkboard, ugh. yeah, there's, there's nothing like exploiting <laughs> like the back of a heteronormative white man ugh. for my personal come up. You feel me? Free learning is fuck. But no, ugh, on a more learning. serious note, you know, my biggest fantasy, my biggest fantasy, um, and I talked about this like literally yesterday, which is so interesting. Um, I think there is nothing more sexy than um, you being in an amorous relationship with someone and you're in a social <clears throat> environment and it's pretty crowded um, and you're living your life, they're living theirs and you make eye contact across the room and there's no obligation, there's no ego, there's nothing at all that's drawing you to each other except that you just want to be next to that person. What's an amorous uh, relationship? Amorous relationship. Ask, what, that? What, what is that? Yeah, in case the audience doesn't know to either. In Asia, Miss Dobbins. Amorous, I am... I am Effectively giving you pieces of myself, whether that be physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, I'm giving something of myself to you. Um, that means a lot to me, and I mm-hmm. trust you with that implicitly. 
So for me to look across the room and see you looking at me and I'm looking at you, but there's no ego. And I'm not jealous that you're talking to other people. You're not jealous that I'm talking to anyone else. You don't feel the need to hurry up and stand by my side because you want to be near me. We're just doing our own thing and growing separately. Um, I think that's beautiful. And that's one of the biggest things that I want out of partnership is to grow alongside somebody, grow with someone and grow outside of them. So like my, those are my three rules. That, that, that's real life. Right that now. makes me nut, though. Like that man. Like when I'm like when I wake up in the morning to my BJ Chicago kid, okay. "Sex is the bre- Best Breakfast" playlist. Like I'm just like, wow, it would be great to like encounter this life with somebody who wants to grow with me, outside of me, and next to me. It's important to me. You made me feel mm-hmm. real immature now for my fans. No, it's okay. But I also like eating ass too. Your five really women. Immature. Yeah, man. I mean, I would like to be ravaged by five women, but, you know, like... All different flavor women, too. They can't all look the same. They got to be all different sizes and shapes. So, yeah. so like, okay, sizes and shapes or... Sizes and shapes. I love all women. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just saying, are they all black or are they all different ethnicities as well? So, I'm down with different ethnicities. I've never been attracted to white women, uh, but I'd also have a, a white fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it involves me just... Finding a, a white girl who's interested in me, right? And then she's like, "Oh, I want to pledge my love to you by stealing my trust from from my parents and giving it to you." See, it's and it's always surrounded <laughs> you know by money, I mean? you know. Yeah. But then it's also very beneficial because I think there's a myth of the white booty. Mm-hmm. White booty is a myth. So it seems it's an urban legend. I think. What are you talking about? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a white man walking through college campus living his best life with a fatty? I'm opposed to you. Have you ever seen a white woman walking through with a fatty, a real fatty? I I have. I have. Okay, so like in this new era. I used to work with this girl at Starbucks. (laughs) Yoga. It was huge. And I was like, wait. White booty amazes me because it's like, wow, that's there. I think a lot of it has to do with the types of foods that we eat nowadays too. Because a food has a lot of like different compounds and hormones. Yeah. Like there was not, you ain't seen no woman, like large quantities of white women in the 70s with these big booties now. (laughs) But you've seen a lot of, especially like the high school girls now. Yeah. Like when I see, when I ride in my neighborhood and I see these little high school students getting on the bus and I see some white girls, I'm like, what? where is this coming I, from? I, I'm happy how you cleaned that up. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't just be on the street, y'all, looking for yeah. little kids and no, like surveilling their asses. I'm not looking yeah. for kids. I just noticed no, the school yeah. bus and like, then it's next to the booty. The little high, you know, the high <laughs> But I'm just, I'm saying, or if you go to, if you go to like an establishment, you you see an obviously younger mm-hmm. girl, you know, mm. and it's the and, chicken. It's the it's the chicken, you know. Uh, but uh, I just. No, it's, no, there's no, like definitely way. like <laughs> press the there you go underneath right there. Yep, he's he's trying to open, <laughs> open the tea, tea. <laughs> open the water. Hey, spill the tea, spill the tea. But um, yeah, it's I think it's the food. I, there's 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 no reason of why all of a sudden. I mean, or maybe like maybe they're evolving. Maybe they're just like, wow, I can't compete. I gotta catch up. Uh, I don't I know. It's the yoga. I think it's the yoga. I but not all nice. white girls do yoga. Yeah, but the ones with booty do. No, nah, I know. No, I've seen some. Mm. When I do yoga, I, I see a lot of like, a lot of flat booty white women in there. You probably um. right. I just like to. You, you know, what, listeners, if you know, <laughs> if you know of a white person who has what I like to call TWD, TWB thick white booty. Okay, but um. there's a difference. There's also white booty is also different than black booty because white a big white booty might be a medium size or small black booty. 
This is true. But you know, because I think you, you we we elevate the white booty when it's on a white woman because it's not it's, it's not you it's know, abnormal. It's not, I didn't expect so it's it like anyway. Exactly. You'd be like, dang, but in actuality, you know, it's but like, you know, it would you know, be like, mom got a nice little got a nice little cuff, you know, got you know? cuff, yeah. But but like, did you say yours? What? Oh, I thought I heard no. you say yours has You know, if, and if we want to out each other for our booties, like coming from a black person who doesn't have a booty, I love to say all the time, everybody got a booty with no underwear on. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's got a booty. You ever look at your ass in the mirror when you walking through right after that shower? People always say, Justin, you ain't got <laughs> or, no ass. Or, I don't have My family but, talk shit about my ass. Yeah. No, my, fam- like, my family, you, my friends, yep. they literally gave me an insecurity about my butt. And I don't like people like... Like noticing that I wear like clothes that covers it yeah. generally because mm-hmm. they've always called I me I love flat. when people cover their booties because it's like drapage. It's very it's like foliage <laughs> just sitting over the candy. I can show you, you know? how flat I am. I don't think your ass is flat. I, I look at ass black, for a living. Okay, as a black woman, I promise. Listen, I draw ass every day of my life. So yeah. it is a flat booty. As a black woman with a flat booty, it's hard. Asians, okay. It's hard for black men with flat booties too. Your what are you talking about, Aaron? Okay, so we. It's n- your butt is not flat. My booty it's, not flat. It's just tiny. It's Kinda okay. Like it's, uh, okay. it's a smaller butt, but it's not flat. Okay. Asia, you got a nice booty. I looked at it. Yeah. And I was just waiting to like <laughs> extend my appreciation for your booty because, like I said, I look at everybody's booty that I meet because I I just like booty. It's like, like I've it's like, always liked booty. It's like, it's like when animals meet each other, they sniff each other's booties. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, I didn't sniff your ass, but I did look at it yeah, I, on occasion I've, several I times. To sniff it. Honestly. I definitely notice if somebody's nose Sniffing in your ass. ass. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, if your fetish is about, not fetish, but taboo or whatever you want to call it, your fantasy is about sniffing ass, that'd be no, a perfect segue. But what's yours, Aaron? Uh, oh, I yeah. thought kind no, of we thought we forget. were like skipping. Oh, we didn't forget. And uh-uh. I was like, "That's cute." Which you I definitely, to, uh-huh. I definitely just turned pink. So I know you did. Yeah. I saw you blushing. It's your turn to turn Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> what hashtags you be searching at three in the morning? <laughs> what tickles um, your fancy, Aaron? You trying to get ravaged too. <laughs> by, no, <laughs> by T'Challa. It's by like T'challa. a whole. By like Yo, because niggas with beards that connect, that's... Oof. Oh, oh, my Jesus. God. like the big beard man. I wish I had somebody on my I'm not. I do enjoy oh, beards. Yeah, like the big the, the, the big ones. <laughs> the big ones. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I... Just think about it. Just think yeah. about the wildest. Just pretend like we not here. We not going to judge you. Oh no, I don't have a fear of you guys judging me. I don't think I've ever like oh, you have never fully thought about. Thought about mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the weird shit My... you look at on porn? <laughs> I'm not gonna share that one. Really. I'll share it openly. Don't shit. Share you know. Do <sighs> I talk to you about it all the time. Yeah, we do talk about porn a lot. Yeah. All right, y'all share your porn. Just get uh, my fantasy. Like, let me get so, so let me get time to think you. about it. We're gonna skip you. Thank you. Okay. And appreciate it. So she's fine. just not gonna go at all? Yeah, we oh. gotta respect people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, we don't wanna you don't wanna Asia, step we over your boundaries. A whole rabbit hole of like what I'm comfortable with okay, yeah. <laughs> on the searching yes. for Claire Hustable yeah. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I'm comfortable with I do is no I'm just gonna go to skip. What? Just skip me. What? Are you sure? No pressure, y'all. You know Stop putting pressure on her. Exactly. Okay, fine. Because what we're not here to do is force black women to do anything, first Ooh, and foremost. You, so dope. So you so uh, politically correct. Even, he having all these these all the black women go. Hoo. Yeah, I try. <laughs> they listen to the yeah. podcast and be like, Hoo. 
y'all need to get Justin. on Justin, black woman. <laughs> you know, mm, for real. I'm just here for everybody. You know, Uncle Justin. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Derry. So like we went to a, like a bar, <laughs> and like so Darius is actually my fairy godfather, but we like switch being each other's uncles. Yeah. Like I'll give him that. life advice, and like I'm 21. Yeah, and Darius is. You just not, had a birthday. I did just have a birthday. Yeah, I was gonna say non disclosed age. Yeah, I like people to guess. Yeah, yeah. I would have never guessed. But he's older than me. Yeah. Um, but we switch uncle roles, and so like I'll give him advice, and then he'll give me life advice, and then like it's just it's a really nice back and forth. I think our show, like, because we have a, a web series that's never been recorded, <laughs> um, is my two uncles. Mm. Oh. I like that. We yeah. gotta make that happen. Yeah. No, it's already happen. recording in my mind. The studio okay. audience in my head loves that shit. We're gonna have to videotape <laughs> that too. Mm-hmm. My two uncles and an auntie. Mm, who's the auntie? auntie How's she gonna like get her, make her way in? Yeah, know. You know, you know what the uh, what the or a cousin? How do you get in the in the uh, show? How art orgy? Yeah. Okay, well, then I won't be on there then. You know what? No, I'm lying. I'm lying. And nigga, I, I, I was at your apartment trying to get you to have uh-huh. an orgy with me. He's like, Justin, no, I don't no. want to have an orgy with you. No, I only want to be ravaged by five women. Five women. No. I'm not trying to ravage you. I'm just like, I want to be ravaged. Yo, I'm like, I'm at a comfortable spot in my fluidity where it's just like, I'm just trying to just do so it all. So you get you get busy with, with the females and, and the males? And the males and the non-gender and... Um, encompassing beings. I love them. I love humans. I love more than anything. Like I said, genuine connection. You can connect with my soul. That's the future. So are you a sapiosexual? I don't even know what that fucking means. Someone that that has that that like gets turned on by like um, your mind, your Mm. intellect. Oh, I do. Yeah. Everybody. it, yeah, no, I, no, I, mean, I don't everything. think everybody no, does. No, everybody doesn't because some. You know, because you know, I've talked to people like on dates, and I'm like talking about like oh. my innermost consciousness thoughts, and they're just like, "You think too hard. I don't like that." And I'm just like, "All right, that's cool." But I've like, had somebody but, tell me one time, and I was like, "We can't even be friends." Um, they told me that my vocabulary was too broad, mm. and that I needed to just basically dumb down my vocabulary. I'm like, mm. first of all, I don't think that. I, I, sh- I don't want to sound like I'm dumbing myself down. I'm putting myself down. Mm-hmm. I don't think that my vocabulary is too obscene for anyone to like, um, not comprehend. Not at all. But I'm just saying. So after that point, I made it a point. Like when I realized that this was going on, I made it a point to use you like use different words I didn't use regularly, mm-hmm. but I still knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not yeah. like I'm just out here just trying to make myself look smarter than what I actually am. But you, you should or, always live your best life. Anybody yeah. who don't yeah. want you to, they shouldn't be around your circle at all. Like, read a book. Or like, <laughs> I mean, like, my God. Reading Rainbow. Shouldn't you be, I'm always excited when I find out what a new word means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's just the creative side of me because I don't want to just out here be like being repetitive or all that mm-hmm. nonsense. I like to expand you, you my know, mind. If you want to be repetitive, I'm learning like... When I decide to forget all of my insecurities and what makes me anxious about myself and I just talk, people fuck with that the most. And when I feel like I'm trying to fit myself into a mold, people are very ambivalent about my presence. And I notice that because I'm trying to like curate a certain me that I think you'll like, but I'm not always going to be that me. Who, who, nobody wants to be told that you need to, you need to like dumb down yourself. At all. Just, mm-mm. If be somebody, smart, if. Girl. Females and males and anything in between. If somebody ever tell you some bull crap like that, just tell them to like exit. Be gone. Side left. You know. Be gone, Reggie. Left. 
In the words of Paul Sabrina Benson. Nelson, I love quoting people. In the words of Sabrina Nelson, shout outs to Sabrina Nelson, um, they would be categorized as a shit clown, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I like to call them Reggie's. Um, I call them broke dicks. While we're giving out um, shout outs, yeah, we um, didn't let's follow move the, the... on to the um, handing out roses segment yeah. Yeah, to stay on that. track. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love the segues and rabbit holes that we fall down. Erin is but... a queen of just getting just getting it back in. <laughs> but That's since right. you guys are, you are already Taurus? given, because you're very grounded. Like... No, oh no, you're I'm a Libra. Libra. What the like fuck? You. We're both Libras. Okay, I'm the Taurus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see that now. <laughs> you got it all mixed. Up. Who's Erin? <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't go let you. That was yeah. You made you know, her like cry on the inside, like she thought you forgot her name for a second. I know. We went to high school together. You were in my ninth grade art class, and I fanboyed over you and all those other seniors <laughs> that I stared at every day. And I was Wait, like, I want to be as cool he, as them. When he told me this, when we like like reunited <laughs> in yes. a way on my birthday, right? I was like, oh my God, I do remember seeing you. Yes, my ugly, bald ass sitting there looking at her, looking like a fucking goddess. I'm just oh. like, how can I be that cool when I'm in 12th grade? And I wasn't as cool as that in I 12th mean, grade. I don't think but I was cool. Like You were. You were lit. I just, I just, you know, yeah. went to class, play sports. I didn't realize you guys were in the same class, too. That makes it so much better. Yeah, Miss Mills. Miss Mills. Yeah, fuck that bitch. I- she told me, <laughs> she fucking told me this is the first time a white woman, woman tried to come at me on some fuck shit. She said, Justin, your art's not good. Now that mm. bitch teaches CCS, oh. and guess what? I didn't go there either because I can't afford it. But fuck you, yeah, Deborah the, Mills. She, she, oh, she that's an anti rose. What she teach? She teach like um, she does. Her the well, I've never had her, but I think she um, helps the people who want to go into art education. Yeah. Okay. Um, I Even think that was her class. Her well, but she needs when I to went know back that to visit, tell people that their art is not good. Oh, yeah. and, and as Ms. an art teacher, Miss Mills used to. Yeah. She used to. She used to call people retarded. What? Yeah, she, she used the R word in education. You can't use the R You can't. But see, listen, this was South Hill Lathrop like, Public this, School. This, so. is, this would be her. You re rees and then she mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what? Yo. Uh, that wasn't me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like legit, that like terrible. there was so much. She, she had moments of just like shake. <laughs> <laughs> she used she to do so much. Shooting shots for no reason. And, but like I I, okay, so I didn't have that type of relationship mm. with Ms. Mills because I'd just be like, all right, Ms. Mm. Mills is whatever. I check her when I mm. <laughs> can. Like, she would say some off the wall. I'd be like, chill. Mm. Just calm down. She's like, oh, was that too much? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Because, like, when I bumped into her at CCS and we talked about, and even before I went to CCS, um, like she was like, yeah, you can definitely. She she did the opposite mm-hmm. with me because I like your work. I don't know why she would ever say. I don't know how yeah, she, like how far you've come. Yeah. I would never from, tell like they work as bad. And but yeah, I would never, never like that. you can't mm-hmm. you can't just say that about somebody how they choose to yeah. creatively yeah, express themselves. Like, That's mm, bad I, teaching, Miss Mills. I feel like no such thing as bad art. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's just Dang. different. I just realized yeah. you put her whole government. on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you all want to bleep that out, just bleep it out. But once again, fuck Deborah Mills. Damn, I'm not here. I like named Deborah. I'm not here <laughs> to allow white women to make me yeah, or any other black is... person feel insecure and or not confident in themselves. Ooh, and crazy. I bossed the fuck up on my artistic level because yes, white people or just white women or Deborah, whoever the fuck, or even black people out here trying to make me feel insecure for who I am. Get the fuck out of here. You know, here. my art teacher when I I was in high school she was pretty rude too really she was because um one of my friends he was going through a lot and um 
you know, like he had an unstable household mm. and he was just really um like he was he he made it known how he felt at any moment. Like if somebody pissed him off, he'd tell him right away, you know, like cut into them whatever. Mm. Like I mean, granted, it wasn't he didn't <laughs> always speak his mind the best way or like the most positive way in that situation. But she told him that you know his parents should feel insecure about about their son because he's you know like you just can't do that and like the thing was that he had to live in an apartment by himself because his dad's wife told him that he couldn't stay there what yeah <clears throat> so like you you don't know what any kid is going through and mm-hmm. so therefore you should never make statements about their parents or their living situation because for one, you don't know if that child's parents are still living. Mm-hmm. So then if you say something like that, you can trigger something mm-hmm. yeah. like a, them to go into like, you know, like a deep depression. You yeah. don't know like... That's why I don't fuck with school. Yeah, like you you can't, you you should never like say parents to a child or anything like like mom, dad. You all, Like we were, we were always taught in education to refer to like... um like Guardian. parent guardians, mm-hmm. yeah, because like anybody can be a guardian. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's the auntie, the mama, the daddy, the cousin, the grandma, granddaddy. You mm-hmm. know, like I got a question for you, Danny. Yeah, when one of your students is being bad, do you be like, "I'm gonna call your guardian"? <laughs> I'm, I say, "I'm gonna call home." Okay, I, I got that, that, that all the fear. time. Um, but you... that also can be a sticky situation because some some oh, of my kids, house. some all of right. my kids homeless. are homeless, Dang. so. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call your garbage the can. The streets. Oh, <sighs> damn. But, but, but damn. in that in that instance, <laughs> in that like like I give the kids where I know they have hard because I know their home lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if they have a hard hard home life, yeah. I'm not gonna call home and get put more pressure. Yeah. On that child because you know there's a kid in my class now where he don't even see his mom but once a week, mm-hmm. and he gets himself up. He's in fourth grade. He gets himself up wow. ready and and. You know, all that stuff. He has to walk a mile to his bus stop and mm. all that, you know. And he doesn't know, like, whatever is going on. But you mm. just, like, some, a lot of these white teachers, they don't have compassion for students that don't have, that don't live above the poverty level. Mm-hmm. Be- um, because there's a lot of kids that don't have stuff and and doing homework is on the last, the last thought. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like... They're wondering if they're going to have food. They're wondering if they're going to have a place to stay and all that. That's like doing homework is the last thing that they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listening to you teach and lecture is the last thing that they want to think about as well. But, um, like, they just don't realize and they just go off on them and they don't have any compassion. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it's just terrible. That's called being a conscientious well, educator right there. I want to um, give a rose. There you to, go. Thank you. I was about to my high school, school art teacher, Carol Marisa. <clears throat> first of all, nobody Carol Marisa is the bomb, y'all. Like y'all need to meet her. She uh she got a studio at the Scarab Club. Uh so you can like I don't know how you can try to reach her on the internet or something. But she's super dope, super inspirational. Like when I was in high school and I didn't really have no no idea where I wanted to go with my life, she was just like really supportive and let me know that I was very skilled and like um uh, that I can pursue, you know, things. And then she was such a good teacher. And I went to Persian, and we didn't have like no resources really. And like uh, you said, Persian. Yeah. Okay, so my mom was. Uh, what years did you go? 
2007. I graduated in 2007. Okay. I'm 29, y'all. I'm not really secret about that at all. <laughs> okay, dang. Then you definitely wouldn't call my mom. Because, like, uh, Ms. Brown, I mean, she didn't come in until, was like, she, a principal? she was, she came in later as, like, assistant principal okay. to, um, <coughs> what is the whole time I went to Persian, I didn't even know my principal's yeah. name. Wow. Like, I had a math teacher who we just did word puzzles in every day. And on the final, he just gave us the answers. Wow, that's not doing you guys any justice. Oh, yeah, I had a horrible education. But luckily, my parents used to make us educate ourselves. We used to have to, like, mm-hmm. do uh, like book reports every day after school. That's uh, good. Like, we had to print out math problems and stuff for us because, you know, everybody knows school sucks. Mm-hmm. It's made just to make employees. To me, school is the most beneficial part of school for for young children is the social aspect of it because they're mm. they're being put in an aspect in a situation where they have to learn to work with other people. Yeah, and that's one of the most best skills that you will ever learn because, like, if don't matter no matter how smart you are, if you can't talk in an interview, mm-hmm. you're not you're not gonna. Well, that's another thing. Unless you, what you need to be in an interview for? I'm, if you're trying to be an employee. That's what I'm saying. Who yeah. wants to be an employee? Some people want to be though. Like 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 well, as we artists be trained to be employees though. But as as an as an artist, mm-hmm. we always think, you know, we should never nobody wants to do a nine to five. But there are those people that do. And mm-hmm. you have to respect that. Yeah, but you don't need to be trained to be a nine to five. Not trained. It's 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 social if social aspect of life. If you mm-hmm. don't know how to how to brand yourself and like as an artist, mm-hmm. you have to know how to like. I don't. I didn't learn none of that in school though. But I'm just saying you have to know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like to sell to 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 sell your stuff, you still have to have some type of social, social skills. skills. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't. But that's not something you learn from school. That's something you just learn from being around people. And but there's people. There's <laughs> the point of I going think to school. She's saying that yeah. school gives you a nice introduction to learning how to be around. Because people. you have like things like I know in in some schools, you know, you have group work. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's not. The teacher is not literally teaching you how to respond to other people when there's there's adversity in a group. Mm-hmm. But it's something that you learn how to do. Through experience, you you and, find out that this is what I don't enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you're homeschooled your whole life, you don't have any interactions outside your home mm-hmm. and outside of like a small circle of individuals. You're not seeing a wide variety of how different people act. You're not going to grow up to learn how. Okay, if I'm thrown in a situation like this in a group work, and I know I don't work well with group members, how am I going to handle this? I have to disagree with mm-hmm. you. Because I know a lot of homeschool children who are weird as fuck, <laughs> but they excel. Because I feel like when you're when you're a child, you should be mostly like looking inward. You should be finding out who you are and self building. And I think socialization is very important, but like it's not the most important. That's going to happen. You have no choice but to learn how to be social because you live in a world m- amongst other people. Not necessarily. There's people that that especially with technology nowadays, like you can literally stay at your house and not leave at all. And get everything done. You don't have to leave your house. Yeah, but that's a that's an extreme. There's people that are like that, though. Yeah, but that's the extreme side of the, of the topic. Like, it's people who are homeschooled. Like, I'm homeschooling my children, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let them interact with other people. They're gonna play. They can play sports at school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take them to camps and stuff like that. But like, 
I want to let them know that it's most important to find out who they are and give them all the opportunities to mm-hmm. find that out and not compare themselves to others because they need to be strong in themselves before they can see that. And I, I, I hear what you're saying. I yeah. completely agree with that too. Yeah. But I think like self-building is the best, especially when you're young because so when you're older, you're not doing it because I feel like we all self-building now. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're doing it earlier than our parents did it. Yeah, you know Honestly. what I mean. But I feel like that should start from the very beginning, man. Like, yeah, I got some weird ass cousins who they most definitely are weird because <laughs> they were homeschooled, and like you can't really have a conversation with them. But but that's they like they like twenty three and doctors. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, and so they they have they stuff. Now they can be social. They can figure that junk out. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm pretty sure they social with the people who understand them. You shouldn't mm-hmm. reach out to be understood by everybody. Yeah, the people who understand you gonna come, and then they supposed to be there. But I'm just I'm I'm not saying for people just to only understand yeah. you. I'm just saying I agree and disagree. And yeah, <laughs> in a workspace, in yeah. a workspace, like mm-hmm. especially with doctors, there's yeah. a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like certain like surgeons, you have to be on some type of like understanding of how to interact with this specific person, or if a problem occurs, Play who's hockey. gonna who's yeah. gonna be the leader and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, but Justin, give out your rose. I got more roses. Oh, rose. you got more roses, oh, okay. Darius. Okay. So that, that's uh, <laughs> we were talking about teachers. So you know, I gave it up to Kara Marie. So, but then I got to give it up to my my inspiration because I was completely influenced by Detroit artists as a kid. I'm just not awesome. uh, uh, you know getting into other people. But uh, so we got um, uh, Tiff Massey, art boss. Uh, she just had an opening. At a Library Street Collective, you got Tony Rave, awesome artist and oh, mentor amazing. to me. Um, uh, Phil Freshman, Tashi Turner, Shifi McFly, uh, Tony Hooligan, like a mm-hmm. super great example for anybody that's trying to make it, you know, make their own lane and stuff. Um, who else? Uh, Ijana Cortez, man, that girl is cold, y'all. <laughs> Shout out to Ijana Cortez. She completely self-taught. Her shit is amazing. Uh, Sydney, who y'all had on the show just recently, mm-hmm. I love that show. It was great. Oh, I love Sydney. Thanks. Someone, someone else gave, um, like sent me a text and was like, right. "I love episode six. Sydney, oh, <laughs> Sydney is one of my favorite artists in the city right now because yeah. like she just has such a strong style. Yeah, and she's also self taught, and yeah. she just has a, such a solace about her. Like that's not the word. Uh, she's just really like peaceful about her. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? intentional, and I, I really, I get that from Justin too. Justin's one of my biggest like people I look up to artistically, also. Um, who else? Uh, Mario Moore. That's like a person who I really looked up to when I was in college because I went to school for our education at CCS too. And um, who else? Uh, Tyline Sawyer, Rashawn Ruckus, um, Heber Massey. Heber Massey, art boss for real. For real. Um, <laughs> we got so many talented people. Moody Man, uh, musicians. Uh, who else? Everybody, man. Like, hear <laughs> me to sound, you know, Andre, all them. All the there's so many people in Detroit as examples of how to live your best life and live your purpose and really have everything you want, have that freedom through creation. Nice, Ooh, nice. Yeah. Justin, um, um, roses. To quote Tyler the Creator, shout out to the garden because you just gave the whole garden out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I well, damn, you listed the whole city of Detroit. I'm sorry, of the Trois. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, well, hello, hi. She's. Mm. Trying to help him. Oh, out. thank Shout you. Shout out yeah. to the women. They always yeah. get shit out of our beards. I would. <laughs> what beard? <laughs> it's there. You have facial hair. Yeah, you I do have do. facial hair. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> I would like to first and foremost give. <laughs> I would like to give a rose to myself. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. self love. Because I'm here. 
<coughs> um, and I can't love anybody else if I can't love myself. True. I love um, myself. Deep. Yeah, you know, I like to give Bro, myself a rose because it's hard enough just showing up in the world. Um, secondly, I would like to give a rose to you lovely individuals oh, for having you. me on the show today because I really do <sighs> appreciate love. being on this show. We appreciate it. Once I found out you guys had a podcast, I was like, I was definitely interested. And <laughs> oh, snap. Yes. I, I would, I would love you. to serenade this mic more, yes. more than once. Yes. But, I love um, your voice. And I love y'all. Um, um, I would like to give a, a rose to my mom. That's great. <laughs> she deserves one. Because um, just recently I told her that I had the opportunity to speak on her. And she's like, what you say about me? And I was like, I just said you was a boss and you taught me how to be a boss. And she's like, you should say more. <laughs> so That's cute. now that this is re- being recorded uh, live in a stereo, I can speak to how um, my mom is an integral part and um, me finding myself every single day. Mm-hmm. Whenever I am wary of who I am or where I'm going, um, it's just a simple call and she might give me some bullshit talking about some boy, you already know who you are. You already know what the plan is, <laughs> but it's just so important. I'm learning at this age of my life to have simple reminders. There's just the smallest reminders to say to you when you don't feel like yourself, um, you already know, okay. because I feel like a lot of the time we say we don't know, but we really truthfully do know. And I go back and forth with myself so often contemplating who I really am and asking myself, do I really know who I am? And she's a person in my life who who reassures me, you've, you've always known. Because I know myself as a spirit before a body. Um, and I was put into this realm, this universe, whatever you want to call it, to get all fake, woke, and deep and shit. Um, I know that my energy has never been compromised because I've never let it be compromised by mm-hmm. anybody or anything outside of myself. Mm-hmm. So ever since this energy has been created within me, I've always always have been this um even if i don't know how to explain it or articulate or articulate or whatever the word is um you said it right the first time okay cool (laughs) um you know even if i don't know how to express what this is what this energy is i know because it's in my bones and even deeper than that so shout out to my mom for giving me all of that at such a young age amazing shout out to the creator that's her name on my phone (laughs) (laughs) asia um i'm gonna give out my rose to all of the people um, this week that I've had conversations with on the phone that have really helped me out um, because I've been going through some some hard times. Um, my friend Kelsey, Aaron, um, they've both been tremendous help. Yes, me. <laughs> Justin is pointing to me. Okay, I was like, so many errands, yes. I don't know. Because, yes. you know, earlier he didn't know that I was the Aaron. Yeah. That was in the studio. I'm, I'm sure the listeners know when I'm saying my friend Aaron because, you know, we speak on each other a lot. Yes. On here. Um, <laughs> she's been awesome to help me get through these hard times. Um, who else did I call? Oh, oh yeah, um, I spoke with Adam. Mm-hmm. He was um it was a great, great conversation. Just when you have friends that help you get your mind off of things, um, mm-hmm. my friend Kelsey, Val, my friend my two best friends, Val and Kelsey, I've known them <coughs> for it seems like so long now. But I guess it's not super long. I mean like ten years now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you know, that's nice a good amount. Decade, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you got a decade under your belt. That's a good amount. Yeah. Damn. But um who else? Oh yeah. Um Jamario, I talked to him. 
Um, these are all just some of the different people that have really helped me uh, get through this hard time that I've been in. And I really appreciate them and I thank them. They're also really super creative people too. Oh yeah, and of course my mama, you know. Mom. We love you, mama. Yeah, I love you, mama. And uh all of all of my friends, they have such great energies and I'm so thankful that I've acquired new friends and I still have my old friends because mm-hmm. it's always nice to be around some people that you you met but you feel like you guys have had like a a lifelong connection mm-hmm. or or like super <laughs> super great friendship before it even started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I I feel like Aaron and I are going to like ride this thing out to to like forever forever. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, she she's not she's not allowed to leave me. Like it's she not can allowed. leave. She, <laughs> She can. She she might be able to leave Are you me. Okay? Geogra- do, do you geog- need help out of geographically? This? <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> Blink twice if you want to leave right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, My she's eyes in this twitching. thing with me forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, she might. We might separate, <clears throat> move away, but you know, she she'll never be able to leave me. Mm. That's beautiful. And with that goes for with all my friends. Like you have to do some really messed she up. She said, stuff. "Y'all stuck." Yeah, y'all stuck with Miss Dobbins. And Am I stuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I looked at both of y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all stuck so, like, with Miss Dobbins. So, one thing I love saying, and uh-huh. like most of the things I say are quotes that I just repurpose for my life. <laughs> but to quote Jill Scott, um, "My love ain't watery. Yeah, my love is not oh, watery. So, you know, you stuck in this bitch, hey. molasses." Mm. Jill Scott is just Damn amazing. It. Okay, Aaron. Um, this this episode, I would like to give um a rose to uh, my friend Donovan. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna give a rose to Donovan because, like, I call him on some BS all the time, <laughs> and I don't even know what I'd be talking about, but I know he kind of gets like low key a little bit irritated. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I don't know. He'll say that he no, it's nice to talk to you or whatever. Um but what's his last name? Weston. Okay, it's not the Donovan. You no, met him before. You met him at the uh Hidden Gate, Hidden Gate Gallery, Gallery when okay. it was um the Art Babe show. Okay. Yeah. It, you, it's it's fine. The okay. tall dark. You, you gotta come guy. to my house for me. Oh, with the dreads? Yes. Yo, he was lit. What up, Donovan? <laughs> so, up, Donovan? give a shout out to, well, a rose to him because he's also an awesome um, designer. Um, Even though he be trying to downplay, he he does try to downplay like his work. I'm, a, you don't know we what? all as artists why, though? Yeah, like okay. So while we're here, I'm gonna pull it up. But I like to give him a rose because I don't think I like show appreciation to him <laughs> for like putting up with me. <laughs> For a couple of years now. Like, we got close in 2016. So, just two years. But, like, those two years are important. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Um, this is, like, what Oh, yeah, I've stalked design. his Instagram before. Oh, you have? <laughs> it's all love. Oh. It's all love. <laughs> Nigga, on site, I will mollywop you with my love. I tell people that all the time. So, it sounds, like, aggressive, but it's yeah. really just, like, coming from a place of love. Yeah, yeah. that's an awesome design that he did. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's dope. That is nice. That is nice. But, he's yeah. a very talented individual. He is. He mm-hmm. is. And he's really cool. Nice yeah. to talk to. I remember him now. 
Yeah. <laughs> do you really? We were doing yoga because he taught us how to put our foreheads on our knees. He did. Yes. I don't think yep. I was there for that. Wait, you were. Yes, you were. I put my forehead on my knee too. You, you did because you're flexible. Oh, yes. I really remember him now. Yeah, like, <laughs> he was really, really dope. I remember he showed me that exact shoe now. Yeah, he was really, really dope. Yeah. I want to you... be friends with him. <laughs> yeah. We want to be friends Wait, with you, sir. Okay, so funny story. We were just talking about you last night. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because like, this has been several people in like different circles of him mm. saying that you guys need to meet okay. and I was like and he was like it's funny that you were the first one that actually introduced me to him even though you brought up him before I was like this would be super cool I feel like you guys would be cool with each other and he said his sister mentioned you okay funny thing um, when my friend was here out of town I mean from in from out of town. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she, <laughs> when she saw you, she referred to you as Black, Black Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> the time. And then he, he said that he, like, her not being, completely being disconnected from any type of art scene, right? And then he said, yes, his sister also was like, oh, yeah, Black Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really nice name to go by in the city of Detroit. I wish I can get, I wish people would treat me like I was Black Jesus. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I would never have to pay for nothing. Like, uh-huh. I'll never get cold. I can wear sandals all year round. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's did, really cool. Did, it just, did they really treat Jesus all that well, though? No, but in 2018, I mean, he was they crucified. Would. In 2018, they would, though. Oh, no. And then Jesus did have, like, people who would treat him really nicely. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But I mean, if we ain't treating masses, normal black men nicely. I think- I Every think, day, I, think I don't the, think a nigga named Jesus. I think his, he had a lot of followers, you know. Yeah, he had followers, <laughs> but he had yeah. haters too. The government yeah. was the haters, really. Yeah, I don't know. I don't read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, that awkward pause means, hey, let's move on to the staying fly segment. Oh, and okay. so this segment is, of course, about you know giving mental ways, health. mental health, and you giving ways fly. for artists to stay stress free <sighs> in the very stressful world. So. <sighs> What are ways that you guys stay fly? <sighs> Justin, go first, because Justin's a professional <clears throat> at staying fly. Justin is the self-care guru Gotta stay in fly. this bitch, ha, ha, y'all. Ha, ha, like, this is why he's my ha, uncle, ha, y'all. Ha, ha. So I'm going to get him the, the intro. Uh, lay us down with your self-care ritual, Justin. I just Jones. felt my body awaken mm. when you said that. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm recording an just, ASMR he's video. Just in his pants just now. Always. I actually wear super absorbent underwear every day I love of my that life. Jizz in my pants. <laughs> That's a song. Yeah. Yeah. I just in my. Oh, Was it Lonely Island? I think so. I think so. But after Justin talks about his self care ritual, I want to know if anybody in this room has ever jizzed on themselves before. All right. Okay. Um, (laughs) I like the little extra segments that you come in out there. Wonderful. Those are needed. Um, How do I how do I self care to keep my mental health about me? Yeah. Um, You know, this goes hand in hand with a rose that I forgot to give out earlier. Actually, so I'll like tackle it all at once. I um. There was this girl at that Art Babe show that we all went to. I think her name was Liz. I don't know her last name or anything the else. The photographer? Um, yeah. Think, White girl? No. Nah. She's the cute girl who's sitting, uh, laying down on a... Uh, nah. On she a, was brown and um, she was in the corner. She made... I remember. She's a cutie. Yeah. She um, <laughs> she, she is. Hey, Did she go to your house? No, nah, she didn't. Oh, uh, so, you, so you do know those people that don't go to your house. I remember, I remember some... <laughs> well, I don't even remember because we talked about her a lot afterwards. I did. At my house. Yeah. So she kind of came to my house. Okay, okay. Backstory, me and Darius live next to each other. Yeah. We're next door neighbors, guys. Yeah. They're 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 great. And they they make awesome chili as well. We I'm do. sorry. Oh, I wish I If you put meat in your chili, chili in twenty eighteen, you you're not doing it right. You feel me? Um but no, Liz, we had a really great conversation that night because 
Um, that was a night of my life where I was feeling really fed up with my gender and how performative gender is overall. Um, and as somebody who's been trained and taught to uh, present themselves as a masculine presenting force for my whole life, um, I've been gaining more agency over myself and my expression. And so I've realized that I don't really like this side of my performative gender. I don't really like having to wear pants every day or having to wear button downs and more masculine, whatever that word really means in the end, uh, masculine identifying clothes and stuff like that. So we had a conversation and she said that um, her corner that night, she basically just had a corner with candles, comforters, pillows, and things like that, very comfortable. Um, and it was a sign that said this space is for films, um, non-binary individual, or by, I can't, I'm, I can't be politically correct all the time, y'all, whatever the word is, um, non-gender conforming individuals, so on and so forth. Um, which I think was funny because I think you said like, oh damn, I can't sit down. It's like, it doesn't mean that like, you know, people who are heteronormative or just like cis or whatever can't sit down. This means this is a safe space for gender non-conforming films, so on and so forth. So we had a conversation just about gender and identity and, um, I basically, all that to say, um, that that really helps me with my mental health to just be accepted in spaces where I can um, navigate my body without fear. Mm-hmm. Because every day of my life, like I'm navigating my body with fear. I walk the streets with fear. I, you know, I talk to my family with fear because I'm not really certain if I can open the all of myself to people without being judged. And that's just a human thing. Like we open our mouths and we like navigate in between sentences and commas and try to like perfect every single note and tone and phrase because we fear being judged. And I think I got to a place now after being like blessed with people like her and other films who create spaces for people like myself to just identify and navigate and be free. Um, I've just been learning that you can be free whenever a space is open to you. And I'm also learning that like it's my obligation to also express myself and be free in these spaces that aren't here for me. Um, I'm a big music nerd. I love music. So, Same. And that's a big part of my mental health as well. <laughs> Um, yes. And yes. yes. And like, I'm uh, glad. So all know, my niggas I like know, music. I don't know how often you listen to our podcast, but, but I I sing a lot, <laughs> and sometimes I rap. Mm. Oh, nice. Y'all trying to freestyle. I was I was I was actually waiting for that part. Oh, waiting for me to. It, yeah. It's you. You know. Usually, I wait for a word to trigger something, yeah. and then I have to. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like word vomit. Like bet. you have to finish the, but, the lyric. Bet. <laughs> you trigger something. I will. I will. Bet. Don't uh, worry. I got the trigger for you. But um, like a big thing that's been really aid in my mental health as of late. I don't know if you guys have listened to the album, but Dev Hines, also known as Blood Orange, one of my favorite artists since mm-hmm. like being in like high school, he came out with an album called, um, yeah, Big Daddy Dev, you know? Um, he came out with an album called Negro Swan earlier this year. And um, there is a trans activist featured on the album that narrates throughout the entire album named Janet Mock. And Janet Mock is just like an amazing revolutionary like trans activist (laughs) who like deserves her fucking roles, bro. But um, so there was a part in the album where Janet speaks on... um, it's my favorite fucking song. It's called Jewelry. And it just starts and she's like, my favorite images are those where a person like me, film, queer, whatever you want to call it, identifying, shows up in a space where we were never welcomed. We were never appreciated. Nobody ever gave us a ticket or permission to be here. But we show up and we show the fuck out. And people to that say, oh, he's doing too much or she's doing the most. And then to that she says, but why would I ever want to do the least? Mm -hmm. And that helped me so much because like so much throughout my life, 
me expressing myself, me being like more feminine some days or more masculine other days, people have said, you're doing too much or you're not doing enough. And I'm kind of just like, that's me to, that's for me to decide. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like for music to do that, like that album, just please listen to mm-hmm. Negro Swine because Dev Hines is doing amazing revolutionary work. Janet Mock is doing amazing revolutionary work. She has a show on FX called Pose. That's all I'm going to say. If you ain't on pose, then you fooling yourself. But. I'm fooling myself because I meant to catch up with it, and I just never— It's like, amazing. I heard, and I was like, oh, yes. my God, now I just want to sit and binge. It's but, amazing. like, I haven't had a chance to. Yes, it's— But I am definitely It's amazing, and that show I've itself— I've heard nothing but rave reviews it's, about it, pose. No show has made me cry as often. Like, I feel so emotionally invested in that show. But, like, even outside like, of that— Is it going to make are, me cry more than This Is Us because I cry You know, i never seen This Is Us, but I hear a lot of people talk about my it. My God. The emotions that I was like, I'm not even that, I'm not even that, like, expressive of a mm-hmm. person. I don't cry that much. Mm-hmm. But that show definitely, like, triggers some things. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm crying. I feel like it's just the things that we can resonate in that, you know, like, bring light to our our um, narratives that yeah. are, aren't always spoken. So, mm-hmm. like, that's a big part. But those are just Easter eggs, really, I think, what you wanted me to talk about. Yes. <laughs> My mental health. How um, I spend, I spend three hours showering and moisturizing um, and washing my hair. And so I do this in a very specific and meticulous way. I think this is a seven-day-old wash and go, so (laughs) thank you. I appreciate the wash and goes. Today, I actually attempted to like, I was like, I'm too lazy to wash my hair. That's why it's in this turban. Hey, I see this turban, (laughs) and we appreciate this turban. I'm trying to learn how to uh, rock turbans. Yo, turbans. They're so easy. The best protective style for the winter months, man. The know. best. Yeah. I took my yeah. braids down and I was like, I really oh my like God. Jesus. I peeped. Oh, yeah. I peeped. <laughs> you want the one to the back? <laughs> the lint I want to try them on and figure out which one I like the best. I like the uh, I think you the would traditional look really good looking kinds. The, on the time. Mm-hmm. I like the like, I grew, I grew up in Hamtramck for a little while, so mm-hmm. I love the traditional kinds. And I used yeah. to ask, like Middle East people, I don't know what they were, they were like Bengali. Mm-hmm. I used to ask them like, is it rude if I wear a turban? And they was like, no. You no, because it's like They was like, you brave if you do. Like, because you know you get... Yeah, it's especially with African cultures like, that oh also yeah. equally yeah. wear turbans. Yeah, so. it's a lot of African cultures or like. Yeah, yeah. but I was talking about their specific style. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean. So I wanted to ask, so I'm pretty sure it's cool. Everybody wears turbans, you know. Especially yeah. when it's easy to be like called an appropriator these days. Yeah, it's just like what am I? Pro- I'm appropriating air, like Jesus breathed <laughs> this air. Apparently, so I'm appropriating Jesus's culture. I don't know. I, I, I can't be wary of that all the time. All right, um, Darius, Darius, how do you stay fly? Um, what do I do world? for self care? So I'm friends with Justin. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that almost made me, me cry. He teaches oh, me God. how to take care of myself a lot. I see actual tears uh, starting to form. Uh, what else do I do? I create art a lot of times. Like uh, I think I'm like a hyperactive person. I can't really sit still. Like I'm, I'm been here trying to grab everything off the table. <laughs> and, um, when I make art, I kind of like get in, in the same position where I get if I like smoke some super dank weed or something. Mm-hmm. Like I just get calm, and then I can focus. You know what I mean? So that's like really good self care for me. Um, what else do I do? Um, I don't know. I need to have more self care in my life. You know? Yeah. What I mean? So um, I don't know. I um, eat food. You know? <laughs> food will food always yeah. makes me food counts as self care. Know what I just started doing in the morning? I like light some incense or something, and I just like nice. lay in the bed and just think like awake. You know what I mean? And then at night I do the same thing. That's like yeah. a new thing I just started doing. Um, I learned from Justin probably in some kind of way, 
Or I, I, I or, I just, or I'll go over to Justin's house and spill my soul out or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and I, I cry a lot. Yeah. So that's my new thing. I cry a whole lot. I really? love crying now. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it does. It does make you feel better. Like it, does. it makes me feel yeah. like you got a whole weight lifted off your shoulders because you're yeah. letting that emotion out that's been yeah. in. I had a lot of times in my life where I like, uh, what's the word for holding shit in? Uh, Concealed? Yourself? I don't know. I was toxic masculinity. I was, I was, yeah, probably that too. <laughs> I was holding my feelings like I was going through some crazy shit, mm. and I just let. I kind of didn't acknowledge my feelings because I feel like it was better not to. Because my feelings would have had me do some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, let me hold back and just like focus on the good thing. Mm-hmm. And I did that so much that like when it when it finally hit me, it was like a lot, you know. So now like whenever I'm going through something, I'll just like separate myself and just like feel it. You know what I mean? Like just make myself feel it. Just sit there. And sometimes it can it can get kind of messed up because then you get into that that phase when you just everything's spiral. bad. You know, you get in that spiral, of just like not liking yourself or whatever. Mm. But um, yeah, I try to spend more time alone too. You know, just like sitting around in my house and just thinking with the TV off and everything, listen to some music or something. Nice, nice, nice. So we're gonna roll into the. <laughs> unicorns are real segment, <laughs> yes. which is our self-title segment where the unicorns explain what their unicorn is. That's like your craft or anything that you do. Your creative mind. Mm-hmm. Your creative mind. We want to get inside your head. I listened to the show and I, I wasn't know. prepared to answer these questions. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are, like, hold on, hold on one second. I really appreciate you guys because you guys are the guests that actually like show love mm-hmm. to our show. You 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 know you express that. I yes, see Justin I, I, looks I, at our um, stories yeah. all the time. <laughs> he looks Yo, at like our I'm stories. a lurker. <laughs> you guys, you guys watch. You guys listen the show. Listen to the show. You know we've had some no 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 shade to any guests. Yeah, but it really makes us feel like we're doing this purposefully because when we hear people talk about they listen to the show, it really it really makes us feel good. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when they tell us they enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. we'd be yeah. like, we're not just talking for our health. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it it just makes me so happy to hear that you guys you you guys have favorite shows and you like you listen. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so our crafts, yes, yeah. our unicorns. Um, yeah. So I do a lot of things. Um, I guess what I like to do the most is like help other people make things and help other people be creative. Because uh, like like I said, my art teacher she really like brought that out of me and like. Show me that I can do that, and I feel like creating is like what all humans are supposed to do. We are all mm-hmm. supposed to add to the earth and add something beautiful to it. So I love like helping, especially younger people, get to that 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 phase when they kind of like stop judging their creations and just make. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then they can expand on top of that and like continue to make. And it's not. It's like I don't want everybody in the world to be an artist, but I feel like just exploring that side of your brain is like really good for self development and just like you know realizing that you're valuable. You know what I mean? You add something to the earth. And like you can make something from nothing, mm-hmm. and then uh, so. But in that, I, um, I, I oil paint. Uh, I paint in every medium. I draw in every medium that I can touch. Uh, I've done sculptures before, um, teaching, like I said, um, and then just like what else do I do? I love hard as hell. You know what I mean? Like I'm a super hey, duper lover. Talk about you it. You know what I mean? I, I I love loving. You know what I mean? I'm like a I'm pleasure fiend. I love the pleasure people. That just made me a little moist. Shit. Hey, I like making people moist. You know hey. what I mean? Damn. Um <laughs> uh, what else? I I don't I don't I don't think I do a lot, but 
I don't know. I, I love I love doing uh things the best too. Like like we were talking about earlier, the teacher said artwork's uh bad. Mm-hmm. Like uh I don't I try to practice the the practice of not like comparing myself or stuff yeah. like that. So I like I, I try to just be better than I was yesterday. Be you your best I mean? person. That's, that's a be. practice that I act, actively do uh, <clears throat> to stop myself from getting like negative mind or comparing myself to other mm-hmm. artists who I see are doing things that I want to do. Um, yeah, I make shit all the time. You know what I mean? I like building shit too. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you 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 create awesome uh, services to uh, yeah, to I make build, art on. I build archival panels, uh, custom size. So if you ever need any art surfaces, mm-hmm. I can mount your artwork to it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna learn how to make my own stretcher bars so I can start selling custom sized canvases too, just for myself and for other people. That goes into facilitating creativity for other people, uh, helping people make like more refined art because a lot of people make art in the city, uh, but I feel like a lot of people aren't don't practice their art. You know what I mean? Like they just they're creative people, which is awesome. But I feel like you should always practice or like just whatever you do, you should like meditate on it. You know what I mean? Get better and just like mm-hmm. always, you know, try to improve yourself. So I like to offer that to artists or like if I know an artist who's making something, I'm like, man, if you ever want to make that bigger or if you want to make, you know, something else, I would love to help you. You know what I mean? I like to extend myself, even though I kind of do that too much sometimes. But uh, yeah. And I like being a friend. You're a good one. I know I am. I'm very confident in my <laughs> friendship. You know what I mean? I'm a great friend. I try to be there for people. <coughs> that's, Fabulous. That's wonderful. Okay, Justin? Justin? If you peeped, I took my phone out twice to write down some things you said because I was like, damn, I feel that. Oh, yeah. He's a good man, y'all. Darius motherfucking paper, also known well, as Don't boom, forget boom. the motherfucking. It's always motherfucking paper. Yes. You know, when I thought, when I, saw you, when I first saw your Instagram name, I didn't, I didn't catch the R. Like, the last <laughs> name was Baber. I'm yeah. like, everybody says Barber. No, I was like, this nigga has has his name as uh, Darius babe. Art Babe. <laughs> I'll be that. <laughs> what? I'm like, <laughs> or I'm just like, really? So I was trying to explain my last name to somebody once, <laughs> and uh, it was like some white ladies around me. I don't know where I was. I was mm-hmm. like, no, it's Baber. You you imagine in the second R when you say Barber, and that's normal because like we kind of read things real quick. Yeah. And she's like, no. She's like, no, it's Baber. Like, he's more babe than you are. <laughs> it was so corny. It made my day. That is funny. Yeah. Justin. Um, can I get the question posed to me once again? I'm sorry. Um, what is your unicorn? Like, what is your creative mind? Man. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. Fuck. Um, you know... I know myself to be an expressionist. Um, quite a while ago, I stopped calling myself an artist because I don't think I resonate with any of the social implications of what it means to be an artist. Um, it's just not the role that I want to I want to take up. Um, I also don't really even believe in giving myself harsh labels because before anything, I'm just an entity. I'm an energy, you know? And with that, I choose to create. Now, uh, specifically from that, um, I think everything is art. Um, I listen to people all the time say, after they see me draw something, they're like, man, I wish I had like artistic talent like you. I wish I knew how to draw. I wish I knew how to do this. Um, and I always like to implore people to remember that you, you have that. And I think you taught me that, Darius. It's just like facilitating that help to be creative because everybody on this planet, you were created by something, therefore you are a creator. And that's just the way my brain thinks. Maybe you don't agree with that, but that's fine. Amen. But I think, you know, you have you have the will and you have the power to create and all you have to do is just access that within yourself. And so even 
something as elementary as spreading like peanut butter on a piece of bread. Like I think I think that's art. I think this conversation is art. The way we just took up this space in this room, I think that's art because currently I'm creating tones within my voice to share with you all in a very specific way. Um, and that's art. That's that's my expression. So no matter what you do, I do want to like implore people to remember that you are an artist. You are an expression. of You are whatever level of creation that you want to be in the end. And the bis- biggest disservice you can do to yourself, I think, as a human being is saying that you are not creatively inclined because you create things every day, whether it be the way you swivel your hips to the bathroom every morning to take that <laughs> shit or whether it's just the way you exist in life. Like you are art and people draw from that and people are inspired from that. Mm. But um, so, yeah, that's how I feel about like creativity, which is why I think that I'm an all encompassing being of creativity. Um, but specifically, uh, my first love was uh, visual arts. Second to that was writing. I love expressing myself through words. Third to that was um, sound. I like making music. I like producing. Um, I also have a podcast, Shameless Plug. It's called Blacks of Blues, and I talk to black people with the blues. Um, <laughs> there it is. Um, you know, but I like to. I just like to take up every single medium, every single space of this life, and use that to create. Because I think in the end, if I'm not creating. I'm not doing a service to myself because that's the only reason I was put on this earth is to create. But um, yeah, I like to draw to like dumb it down. <laughs> I like to draw and whatnot, you know, like I love drawing asses, y'all. Um, <laughs> booties is life. Um, but uh, also booty, warrior. booty warriors. Um, <laughs> Nothing more. Eat the booty. Booty um, is more important than, than food. Booty is booty is food. Um, but no, I, I love poetry. We haven't done a. I'm a sorry. Boondocks. A boondock reference and a poem. Really? <laughs> and about like I want you. <laughs> that was like our second episode where we did the yeah. Booty Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> I just listened to the Booty Warrior episode again, like yesterday. You ever watch a show that it's based off of? Yes, yes. I actually watched. Yeah, it was what, real what about the hood, rat, the hood rat shit? Yes. I like to do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah. And I base my life off of that. <laughs> like, I love doing hood rat shit with my friends. Oh, oh my. I love black people so much. But, man, black I people are their own you. genre of amazing. Sometimes I wish I was more of a hood rat. <laughs> I feel that. I can't I imagine that. you as a hood rat, though. I really can't. You know like, what? I, I can't imagine myself as a hood rat either, but I like to. But what constitutes as a full blown hood rat? Because, like, last oh, night oh, oh, when I was I dancing. Yeah, because like okay, he got a little tongue twisted there. I got a y'all. I got a speech impediment. You feel me? Chill, but like honestly, but like last night when I was dancing, like it was like the last five minutes of the night, and they're like, "All right, we taking requests," and this nigga bossed up next to me. He said, "If you book, yo." He said, "Knock if you book." I I never screamed something. I didn't even know you were gonna say that, but that's when I think of because that's the nigga album. We knocking and bucking and ready to fight. And then that's where I stopped because I don't know anything else because I'm not that big of a hood rat. <laughs> Granted, I did grow up like right down the street from where we're recording right now. Um, this is my actual neighborhood. Like I oh, went to elementary school. Yes, this is my hood, nigga. <laughs> um, not anymore. I don't live over here. But <laughs> but like I think like that was beautiful. Like if you could sing the whole. Like the don't get her started. Look at her. Look at her. She she know. Hey, you a hood rat. She know. I thought it was. I thought it was the most beautiful thing. I've never seen like four black women simultaneously sing the entire song. I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> that's that's creation. That should be that should you. be the uh, the black national anthem. <laughs> it's mine. 
for real. It's mine. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we killed Aaron. Yes. We my killed black national anthem is, uh, I think, disco music. Disco? Just disco. The whole genre. I'm alive, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, was worried. Just like, we, sent, we sent her out. Aaron, you have really, really nice teeth. Thank you. you yeah, she's got a beautiful smile. Oh my gosh. She I, got beautiful everything. She, glow goddess, she, glow. She said something. I was like, dang, her teeth is nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Um, I appreciate it. We love no you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I still got she's like a little spit. She <laughs> is. She's turning Auburn. She's, she's di- she can't breathe, guys. Somebody call the oh, police. No. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. They, I almost made do? a really dark joke. What they gonna do? Make it, bro. Yeah, this is the <laughs> After Dark series. I'm also like joke. a um a, a, um. <laughs> Were you checking? <laughs> you didn't go to sleep. Me too. <laughs> honestly, I've been glancing. <laughs> Trying to get that selfie of the <laughs> so, Maybe I could put him to sleep with my milky tones. Ooh. So I am currently a um, new comedian. I've been practicing my hand at comedy. You know what? Oh, you, wait. The first you day we met you, we that's what you know, like. The first day I met y'all, I told you that I'm yeah. working on my stand up routine. Yeah. And it's on my bucket list to complete a stand up. Just don't share that story that you share with us. I would love to share so that we, right now. We plan on sharing that. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? And we should also oh. talk about That's why I said we should talk about we ever drink absolutely. in our pants. I figured he was going to bring that up. Oh, I, I would thought love it was the to. other one. Yeah, no, no, it was, but he yeah. wants he really wants to it's know if, if we've all just Oh yeah, have to know that's a good one. All right, let's know. Let's that's know. You've jizzed in your pants? You want to share a I story? I never have jizzed in my pants. Okay. Like, are you talking like nocturnal emissions or are you speaking like... <laughs> nocturnal emissions. I've never had, I've never had <laughs> nocturnal emissions either. I, I've always wished I did. You know what I mean? I would love to have a, a wet dream or something. I know a friend when we were at a party and I this girl was dancing. <laughs> this girl was dancing on me. He was oh. like, I just jizzed in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was hilarious. Damn, sensitive dick. I'm afraid that if I ever get that ravaging that I want, that I'll jizz in my pants before it happens. Just the anticipation. Of it, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> be like, oh, the and five women are here. <laughs> and what I don't think that would ever happen because I'm so fucking stingy with my dick. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just have to like, it had to be really like they have to just surprise me or something. And I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> I guess I'll whip it out. <laughs> here we go. Here's this shit again. Yeah. It's like I'm very stingy. <laughs> that was so you, funny. You should be stingy with, with your privates, especially if you have a pretty dick, because those are few and far between. I'm not going to talk about my penis, but it's pretty nice looking. Mm. I've never been a person dick. that looked at genitalia and was like, oh, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I mean, I've seen See, some I'm nice a, looking... I'm a lover of the human body, so <laughs> yeah, I think, I you know... I mean, yeah, but I just don't look at genitalia. It's just not the thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's hot. Especially when you call it genitalia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my well, favorite word like, with that is cunnilingus. <laughs> I like, and oh, I like when people just say word. lingus and they're like, wait, what? And it's like, no, because eating ass is a lingus too. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> what is start it? Saying that now. Yeah. I perform lingus on that. So, what ass. is cunning then? Or cunna? It has to, I think that, like, is. Like cunt? That yeah. To, oh, wow. You know, a yeah, white lady, a white lady told me that cunt is the, is, the, is the equal word Eeny. to nigga. Really? She said cunt was equal to nigga, really? and I wanted to And her, her, and her. Wow. wow. Yeah. White her people view. are just, white people should just, mm, just, just stop talking. Asian. Like, just stop. I was like, cunt is funny. It's not even an insult. When'd you jizz on yourself? Oh, yeah, when'd you jizz in your pants? I've never jizzed in my pants on myself. No. Um, I mean, no, I guess it's female. I guess it's females. I, I mean, mean, female is just like, yeah. it gets it a little bit. It's just, uh, it gets a little warm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like a full on. Yo, the way I don't know what's wrong with my mind, but I got a vision. When she said it gets a little warm, I just imagine like a nice deep freezer, and you know the motor on the back of like refrigerators and how they get warm. I just imagine a purring and then a warm like. "Mm." I imagine a purring also. I imagine a purring also. Okay, I mean, we're brothers. Aaron, Aaron, you ever just just yourself? I mean, it's not just. I mean, I don't. I have not jizzed on myself, but, but she uh, she gets hot. I do get a little hot and bothered with some people, especially yeah. if they got full connecting beards. Especially and look if like they Daniel have from full... Insecure. Damn, I just watch. I, just... I be knowing types. I be knowing types. Like yeah. I could tell. I just watch all. I insecure do enjoy so. me. Mm-hmm. Some Daniel. A chocolate. You don't man. look like a Lawrence type, but. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, ooh. <laughs> I mean, Lawrence is cool. Or can this be a side segment where I can just come in and guess people's types? Like, damn. <laughs> okay, guess, guess all of our types. Okay. Well, you can't well, even guess oh, his because you would know his type. I, I know okay. his type. So you type. want me to pinpoint mm-hmm. the actual Sorry. last time I actually was hot and bothered yes. yeah. of a person? Yes. Mm-hmm. I would say Monday <laughs> Yikes. and Thursday because I've seen the same person twice. Uh-huh. I don't know. But oh, okay. yeah, pin, pinpoint all of us. Well, I guess I'm the last person. Wait, you no, can no, you gotta give me another type than Daniel. You somebody else. Give me another type. I don't, another know, I don't think that you'll be able to guess something that. Oh, Daniel. I don't have a type. Like I've seen you like interact with uh, several people that you were amorously connecting with. Well, tell me. I mean, let's do this. I think everybody should. Well, no, you should tell everybody. I think your your type transcends. Like a lot of people try to like stigmatize you and say you got a specific. And I feel like this happens oftentimes with black men. It's like, oh, you're fetishizing like these kind of black women who look like this, like more um, palatable to your centric tendencies. Like they're lighter skin, they have three three C curl patterns, and you know they're slim thick shit like that. Mm -hmm. But your type transcends physical shape, and it goes into. (laughs) You said this before, and you know like. I like to be politically correct, but when me and Darius are just being niggas together, we say a lot of problematic, politically Go incorrect ahead. shit. We're problematic people. Yeah, so like, I want you all guys to know that I love y'all. I don't hate anyone, but okay. you like witch bitches. <laughs> he like witchy, mystical, spiritual. Yes, you do because you want for some reason. Like you, I think your end goal uh-huh. is to have like a spell put on your dick, which you know I, I feel like it is. It's a reach. It's a it reach. Depends on the spell. It, exactly. I got a spell on my dick. I don't want to talk about it, but. You know, I do like witchy. You do like witchy. Burn some Palo Santo, sage, all that shit. But I don't think that's my type. I think somehow I attract them. When you guys say witchy, witchy people, like what? Girls who be in the tarot cards and all that shit. But also outside of just like spirituality, like higher selves and stuff like that. Because I feel like you can have some bomb sex with somebody who's trying to get into their higher self. It's like, I want to... Enter you on the astral plane. I don't even know how to do that. You're making me sound like a hotel right now. Bro. No, not you at all. Like <laughs> not at all. No, I'm just joking. But no, yeah, I, I, I like them all. Yeah. I don't have a, a type. I, I like to think that I don't have a type. You like that? I ain't got no type. Yeah, I used to. I used to like mystic bitches is like, the only like thing. Like. <laughs> I used to only like the darkies. I don't know what that was, but uh, <laughs> now I don't have a type. You know? He said only the darkies. Oh, I love the darkies. Oh my gosh, they do it for me. Mm-hmm. Black and On bear. sight. On sight. I didn't I didn't say if I jizzed in my pants or not. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Um, I know you jizzed in your pants before. Um, it only makes sense if Justin jizzed in his pants. <laughs> He's a very free guy. Yeah. 
and I wear underwear a lot, and I'm trying to get out of that. But I just like the feeling you know, of having underwear on. Yeah, I can't like. I have a friend who doesn't wear underwear like at him. all. He's in his room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wear underwear most of the time. No, like you know our friend who doesn't yeah. wear underwear at all. To give him a rose, it's, it's Tay. Oh, I don't know Tay never wears. Tay does not ever wear underwear. And he'll just like be like walking around with that shit. And I'm just like, I don't like the feeling of my bussy on jeans. (laughs) Okay. The jeans and no underwear is difficult. I don't understand. I'm about to say, I don't have. Or just chinos. I don't like it. I've never worn jeans with no underwear. I don't ever plan on it. Uh -uh. Because as a female, the female jeans, they Mm-mm. just get too yeah. close and personal to the vagina, and that's how you can easily just get like some type yeast of infection. a yeast infection <laughs> or that, a chafe. That, yeah, and we don't want that, yeah. you know. So like, I, trapped I moisture. <clears throat> I'm freeballing right this moment right now. I freeball mostly for the print game. Um, mm. You know, I found out recently. It's a part of your pretty boy status. I mean, honestly, yes. I just found out recently that girls are always checking for our prints. Um, I wouldn't say always. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I wouldn't say always because I don't think I. I don't. I don't think I looked at either. I don't ever. My print is covered by my scarf. Print game is. I feel like my print game is not that great though. I feel like I'm a shower, a grower. A grower, not yeah. a shower. But I don't know what that means. But it has been some lovely gray sweatpants that have just been in this studio. No, not in this oh. studio. I don't think I, we I had a guest that did that. In the that. last month, I have seen... It was unintentional. Like, I don't just go around Look looking like... She like... Shh. Yeah, I don't go around just looking... I do. I mean, sometimes. You know what? No, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I... I don't know how y'all can see it. Like, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm trying to find my print. It's like, dang it. My, Yo, my, my, my no. Print so I got too many wrinkles around my dick. Tell them about that time where the old lady, what she said to you about your dick uh, print. So, I was working at Craftwork. <laughs> and, like, I get assaulted by old women. Every day of my life. So funny. And I need to, like, get a sugar mama. Capitalize off of it. Yeah, I need to capitalize off of it. But this lady told me what side of my pants my dick was on. She was like, hey, Darius, come here. I see you hanging to the right. (laughs) And it was the first time that, like, I didn't know how to feel. I was just like, I felt, felt, like, disgusted. At the same time, I was kind of flattered. And I like I kind of is that how you guys feel when people like catcall y'all or say inappropriate shit? No, I don't like like it. Do you feel disgusted? But then not flattered at all. I'm not flattered. Don't catcall me. Catcalling is not. (laughs) But uh, I've had somebody at me, and I was so offended. Like that's like Like, yeah, like I was walking by, and it was like. Dang, how's that offensive? Because you don't have any other way to get my attention by go. Like I'm not. Like don't whistle or <coughs> at me. Like I'm not. What about what about a good old a girl? No, I don't like that. Just have a conversation with <sighs> me. I'm a very easygoing person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm open to conversations with people. Mm-hmm. I don't understand like why you feel the hey, need girl. to walk around it and just like just say something like that. It's it's very it's disrespectful, and I think. I have been like around a lot of films my entire life who have made it abundantly clear to me how offensive it is. And like my friend that I saw yesterday, she was actually talking to me about how it's triggering for her to talk to men these days because they basically say like the most horrible things you could ever say to a person. Somebody told her like, hey, ma, I want to rape you. Like that. And niggas like niggas need to seriously start checking like so much toxic masculinity at the door. So much like. Abuse, like that's just abuse. It is, and like, but like, it's been normalized in our culture to be like overly aggressive with women because, like, for some reason they think that's fine. That gives me anxiety when I when I want to approach women because I'm thinking about their ideals of what I might do. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? It gives me hell anxiety because I'm like, oh man, how do I how do I tread this this water safely? How do I let you know that I'm not? You know what? What I like yeah. to say to women, I'm just like, you know what? I just want to first and foremost say, I'm not a creep. I know you have to prove that, but in the end, all I really want to do is make sure you get home safe. See, but I am a creep. <laughs> So it's like, I want to be a creep. Like, like in what way? Creep. What I way? I don't, I don't know. He's like, outed himself, like, ladies so, and gentlemen. So, so, so like, when creep. you say you're a creep, is it just like people you know you're a creep with? Like if you if you talking to a female... What's the definition of a creep first? Um, Are we it's talking very, problematic it's, it's creep? It's very subjective. I don't think I'm a problem with a creep. I think I'm a creep. I don't think so. I think either. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not a creep, but... I don't know. Like, you're a weird, freaky guy, but I wouldn't call I'm you a very creep. weird and very freaky guy. Yeah, so. but you're not a creep. Okay, I'm not a creep, then, guys. Yeah, we don't make spaces for creeps. So we to cancel me, a creep creeps. is somebody that's that's constantly trying to is constantly giving somebody unwanted attention. Like if they kind of like, you know, give you signals that you know they're not there for it, but you're still trying to pursue it. So like in a in a um in and like. Cause you know, there's some people that are persistent if they like somebody, but that that doesn't mean that they're a creep. It just means that <laughs> they're doing it in a healthy way. If you're doing it in an unhealthy way, then I feel. I guess I'm a creep mm. to people I know. Okay. So people I See, know. See, no, that's like that. Then that's okay, cause it's not like a stranger. If I'm a stranger and you're just mm. like. So my definition of a creep is like, uh, what I when I call myself a creep was like how. I made you guys answer all these weird ass questions. I feel like that's that was, fine. That was, that was, oh, that was, you creep on me every day. He yeah. humps my front door. Yes, I do. Like when, when he's I'm knocking, door, I'm like, he put his whole pelvis and body like on my front on door. door <laughs> I don't know. I'm a creep. See? But I love you. I love you. I love creeps. So. Okay, so um, <laughs> we've had some great conversations. We have. I mean, we can continue to yeah, have okay. conversation. Yeah. So, like, but we just, I, I do want to, like, I decided I'm not going to that bridal shower. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the color your life segment. Can we do a drum roll? Can yes. you guys give me a nice drum roll? Color your life. Color your life. Damn. Okay. Oh, we did that perfectly. That was beautiful. We did it perfectly. I think that was like one of our best drum rolls. It sounded like a real drum almost. It yeah, did. it did. Awesome. Awesome job, guys. Shout Thank out you. to y'all. Was that a fist bump? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Explosion. Fifth bumps is like the you know, neutral. Like, I left my arm out, oh, but it's fine. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my Thank God. You. I'm Thank sorry. You. I don't want to leave you hanging. It is the Color Your Life series. Color Your Life. Color. Azul. Amarillo. Is that yellow? Yes. Orange. Oh, yeah. My GBS right now is in Portuguese because the end game Rose, is Brazil. Rose. 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 Yeah, whatever. I okay, it. let's... I hit my Okay, mic. so the Color Your Life Segments all about color theory and how you perceive colors yeah. and how they make you feel. Yes. Oh, I love color theory. How does yes. you sh- Everyone should. It's so I love amazing. It. I love so I, the way this goes is that I'm going to um, let you guys pick an image for the color. Um, I'm going to let Justin go first because he can see them easily where they're placed. And then I will adjust them to your site, Darius. Okay. Um. But I want you to pick an image based off the color and how it how it um, affects you and draws you in. And then I'm going to ask you how it makes you feel <coughs> and what your thoughts are on that color. And then I'm going to give you our reason for having the color and the song that it represents. Because mm. yeah. there's a song that represents that represents um, what the color means, as well as a question on the back. Mm. Yay! Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Are the shapes or anything significant? Yeah. Yeah, they're significant to the color, to the, color. the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. it all ties in. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we want you to like pick it based off the color. I mean, we want the color to be first, mm-hmm. but then the shape can be second as well. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Nice. Justin, go mm-hmm. first. Don't be afraid to pick something that you think that might be, um, I guess, yeah, spicy. Oh, I only do spicy. Okay. Ketchup is not a spicy sauce. Barack Obama is not a seasoning. I live my life in color. Yes. He yes! Picked, he picked the titties. So. The titties. <laughs> we get excited when people pick the titties because maybe we like titties. Yeah. And Everybody loves titties. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves titties. And Who doesn't? Just, oh my God. Weird. Okay. So Love why'd titties. you pick the titties? I've, as she holds them in front of her own. Um, I've actually been eyeing them the entire time since we've been in here. Um, eyeing the titties on the table or titties in general? Listen, uh, <laughs> I, it doesn't stop at ass. I evaluate the whole body. <laughs> Titties don't nice. do nothing for me no more. <laughs> you know what? That's a, just like wow. chest. <laughs> chest. <laughs> chest. You know what? <laughs> I like them. They're soft. They're awesome. Like, I love titties, right? Like, I love to suck on them and them and shit. The way but he like, closes his eyes, I love titties. Yeah, but like, like, like seeing some titties exposed is like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't it know. shouldn't phase you more than than I'm, a man taking yeah. off his shirt. Well, Asia, it does. It does. Asia but, likes I mean, to place her head on top of mine. I'm pretty sure everybody does. But um, <laughs> see, that's the creepy thing. Uh, Yours like, specifically, or just like titties in general? Her specifically. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make that clear. I just but, yeah, I just gonna go around laying my head on yeah. any type of titty. Lay your head oh, my on my left titty. Hey, the left is for a lot of women is a lot is a very sensitive hey, and it honestly. Hey, I don't just like doing a lingus on the booty. <laughs> I love doing a lingus on the titty. Do y'all, do y'all, do y'all lick dude nipples? I have. Yes. Why not? We need to explore. Like I feel like men and women should explore our sexuality in kind of like an equal way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Why not? My areola deserves love too. Mm-hmm. God bless the left nipple. God bless I got some the hairy nipples, nipple. but you still better lick them, bitch. <laughs> and I think the fun part about like licking hairy people is like, do you it's like texture. Do you like it when people play in your chest hair? Yeah, I love it. Do the whole like Finger. get nails just. <laughs> Uh, I like it all. I like yeah. all. When I, when I want it, I like it all. Hair is hair. Like you could play with my leg hair, any kind of hair. Like just play with me, but don't play with my heart. Ooh. Don't do that shit. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, titties. Yes. Yeah. I um. I I picked them um because the shape and color really um. And it's like side note, like this is the first year of my life that I've actually started to appreciate color. Prior to this year, I never used color in my own artwork. Whoa. So, because I just didn't understand it. But this year, I'm just like viewing color, and I'm just like resonating with it deeply. Mm-hmm. But it's something about the um. I want to choose my words wisely. Is something about the how exuberant pink can be. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I almost like said flamboyancy, but that's a word I don't really want to use right now, even though I just used it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like pink is a very exuberant color, but then you also realize that um, pink has social connotations uh, with gender and and like femininity and masculinity. It's just weird because it just it just switched exactly right. Yeah. But then it was a masculine color, right? Really? 
Yeah, in the fifties, it was definitely yeah. It was. So how, it was. I was just about to say that. Yeah. It was used to at first. They used to use it to identify males. Yeah. like when they were born. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 They used to use because it's a warm color. Yeah. And since it's a warm color, they was like that's male. Yeah, <laughs> so what was what was female then? Blue. Wait, so they just switched it up for no reason. Yeah. Which is why gender is a social contract and it's bullshit. Oh, I know about that. Yeah. But um, I also like that, you know, like the way the T's are <laughs> so perfectly shaped. The areolas in this image are like a soft pink. The nipple is a dark pink. And then the entire fleshy mass of beautiful soft pink matter is darker pink. No flesh. And I really, I really like the juxtaposition of those two colors. I like how he just fully get he just gave y'all a full description of what the visual, yes. Yeah, it's a great visual because you know Cotton Candy <laughs> Majin Boo. Ooh, 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 ooh. For shout out to Frank Ocean, that problematic Ushi Gushi. Shout out to that problem problematic ass Scorpio whose okay. birthday was a couple yeah. days ago. So this this represents sensitivity. Mm-hmm. As you know. <coughs> Pink can be looked at as a sense, as a, like as mm-hmm. aroma of sensitivity. Breasts mm-hmm. are very sensitive. They are. <laughs> she said that with so much excitement, y'all. Ew. <laughs> They're very sensitive. Okay. Um, and the song that goes with it is "Try a Little Sensitivity" mm-hmm. by Ralph Trisvent. Mm-hmm. I never heard that song. Let's cue it up now, guys. Try a little sensitivity. <laughs> actually, it's all. It's all. It's actually we, great. It's great because you know the thing about it is like me? it. It um brings up like um. Men to be sensitive, like it's talking about how you know, get with a man that can be a little sensitive. Try a He's little. He's talking to the sensitive two most sensitive niggas in Detroit right now. The <laughs> I, I usually have Joe sing this song. I cry us. every day. Yeah, Joe usually yeah. sings the sensitive. Yeah, but okay. So com- while we're on the topic of sensitivity, mm. compare sensitivity between artists versus non-artists. Is it easier to mm. recognize an artist, um, sensitive side? Is it easier to recognize the sensitivity of an artist yeah. versus that of a yeah. non-artist? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, this is interesting for me to answer because you know I, I feel like everybody is an artist, and mm-hmm. whether you, you know you decide to accept that label or not, but people who label, them. yeah, you know, yeah, people yeah. who exactly yeah, yeah. Um, decide to take up that space. Um, you know, I was born into this world um, by two people who were not artistically inclined at all. <laughs> so I think that's really interesting, and, and a lot of the time, my feelings were met um, with them telling me to like you know toughen up. Um, get over it. So I, I do think that, you know, the sensitivity um, that outpours from an artist is a lot more um, easy to just witness because what are we creating from if we're not creating from our emotions and how we perceive this world? Um, there's, in the words of Erica Badu, there are only two emotions that humans experience, love and fear. Oh, um, I love me some Erica. Every other, every other other emotion is indirectly or directly spawned and elicited by those two emotions. And so um, I think that the way I live my life and I think the way that most artists and creatives that I know move and navigate this life, we act from our emotions first. Whereas I think people who don't um, consider themselves artistic beings, um, they think from a more... um, I don't know which side of the brain it is, but I'm just going to say more sensible, more logical side of just like... This is, these are the facts, and then I feel because this fact should elicit why I feel this way. Whereas, no, like my feelings come before facts. I can feel this way about the world without it being factual because this is my reality. So that's actual, infectual. 
<laughs> okay. Do I, do I have to answer the question. I get a different. Question. No, you no, can. You, um, you pick, pick a, a different one. Pick a different like you don't. You don't get to pick the same one. That's, That's why I removed it. That's fine. Um, yeah. I mean, we do have other questions on it, but like, yeah, we like to people. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can see all of them. Oh, you can. Yeah, you don't have to move them. Uh, I wish I had a green option, but we, we might have one coming. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. have to pick uh, this flame mm-hmm. because it has the most colors, mm-hmm. um, and then it has like this gradient of color. Which is really nice, and you know, it's a really well uh, depicted flame thingy. I feel like it. It has the hot yellow, you know, then like the the little, um, a little, you know, darker yellow, then like an orange, and then like a red, and it's really looking real hot. It's feeling real hot. Put it down. Ooh, it's burning. Is the song that one feeling hot, hot, hot? <laughs> so the the color that is supposed to be like super dominant is the red. Okay. And um, the least amount of color, sure. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel when you see the color red? Mm, when I see the color red, I think of my mother because that's her favorite color. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. When I see the color red, it's like my favorite. One of my favorite colors to use is, is a is a hue of red. It's a little nice. bit of crimson. Uh, I don't know. I like red. Mm-hmm. It's a nice undertone. I think of yeah. black people. I think about. You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, because when you you do portraits, and we've mm. talked about doing undertones, and mm. I think um, that was with um, Sydney's episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was I was talking oh. about <laughs> when I was with Darius one time, and uh-huh. we. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to be in a conversation. <laughs> but you and I have also hey, had, hey girl. had conversations about about using undertones, and when because uh-huh. I told you I like using red as an undertone when uh-huh. I when I when I do portraits. Um, I just think it makes everything just pop more. And that was like one of the undertones I did of the last, the, the undertone I did for the portrait that I just finished of myself. Oh, yeah. Holding her titties. <laughs> oh, titties. Then she made that little thing down there. <laughs> um, and I just really, I, I do like how um, it pops through and it just makes everything mm-hmm. just more radiant. Yeah, I love um, me some red. It just reminds me of my mother, Rosalind, because that was her favorite color as a kid. She used to have red everything. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. I think she had a red, uh, what's that car called? It looked so cool. It was like real sporty. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the, the, the headlights that lift up like that. Oh, oh, you're talking about the, is that a? Uh... It's a lot of Corvettes. That that yeah, I was going to say a Corvette. It's not a Corvette. It was it's like a, a cheap car. It was a cheaper car, but it, it looked nice. very sporty and, and nice. I had to ask my Actually, yeah. I think my friend has one in, the, in like was the garage. Was it a garage. I, I don't know it what it's pro. I think like. It was a look, pro. I want to like text him and be like, "Hey, what's that car you got in your garage, just sitting?" <laughs> I know it was a Ford. I think it was a Ford Probe. I think that's the name of it. So if anybody wants to Google that, you can. I'm not. But oh. what's the song and stuff? Tell me. So um, the song that's related to this is "Fire and Desire." Hey, Tina, Tina Maria and Luther. No, Tina not Marie not Luther. Oh wait, 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 James. Oh, excuse Who, me, James. Yeah, excuse I love Rick James. I, I don't know that song by name though. In Palestine, yeah, um, it was cold as ice. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's a great baby, song. baby. That's a great one. Yeah, that's uh, the fire and shout desire. Out, shout out, let's give a roll hey, to you Rick think, James. Um, yeah, what? you think Joe's gonna add that in the last episode? Yeah, you what? remember that we was like, can you like put a sample? Yeah. Uh, Fire and Desire in this episode. We took like a nice little pause (laughs) so he can add it. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to do that. If he don't add it in that one, add it in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Pause. (laughs) You were cold as ice long ago. Baby, baby. 
Yeah, but yeah, Fire and Desire is a very um, passionate song. Mm. And that's what the color red is exuding. Mm. I take showers yeah. to that song. I was going to say passion, but that's like the expected word for red. And then you think about flame. I think about a lot of times when people are trying to get hot and heavy, you know, they might, might light a fire in a fireplace, you know, what? nice okay. and cozy, you know. You know, yes. warmth brings passion. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yes. So, oh, speaking of partners, so when you're creating art, are you able to be as passionate with your partner like you are with your creations? Mm. Like during that whole process? Because, you know, you. art just bring, takes so much out of you. Like and you, you just. You're saying, am I able to be passionate with my partner while creating art? Yeah. Like, like if you're, if you're deep into something like, a project, right? Uh-huh. And like when I do project, I give it my all. Yeah. So like if I was if I had a a partner at that time, it would be very hard for me to give them my all as well. Hmm. That's a good question for me mm-hmm. because I feel like uh like until recently, like I would put more of myself into the other, my partner. Really? You know what I mean? Then I would put into my art. You know what wow. I mean? Because I'm I just I just love loving, man. I love mm-hmm. being loved and I love making people feel loved. I love that feeling when somebody just like, you know, they trust you and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. So um I don't know. I think but now I'm trying to like change that because I want to be all about my art. Mm-hmm. But then if I'm like doing my art and then like if I got a partner and they like creeping up on me and junk, you know what I mean? I I love it if they're doing it to kind of make me want to do it more. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know what I mean? Like, so like if, if, if somebody trying to be my partner, you know what I mean? And I'm out here painting or something, you see me painting and you over, you should just come over and like rub on my chest hairs and be like, oh, you're doing a good job. And then maybe lick on my nipple or something, but like keep oh. on doing a good job or something. Okay. And then you mean? can just let them walk away and just keep painting? Um, I don't think you'll be, are you able to do like, that? that's not. I, I am able to do that, but. uh Yes. And I will want their encouragement. 2018, yeah. black men having right. self-restraint. Thank you. I, I, want them, <laughs> I, I want them to encourage me. I would like sexual encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, baby boy, when you finish that, ooh, that was weird. <laughs> when you finish that painting, uh, you know, it's going down or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. I love the. To motivate people with the things you know they want, you know what I mean. So motivate somebody with sex. Yeah, you know why not? Especially when you're in a relationship, it should be real yeah. fun like that. Yeah, I, I yeah, I've never thought about that. Yeah, or they can like ride you while you painting. I've been trying to have sex while making yeah. art at the same time. I never had that happen before, but you know, it's out there now. That's amazing. Imagine while you stroking. Stroking the canvas, you feel me? Stroking, man. Could you imagine like the different, the different like stroke patterns that you would have on the canvas? Especially when you like start to like. Yeah, I will fail. Like, I will go a little faster. You get sporadic. You got sporadic. I actually really want to try that now. I want to try it too. Got done had a whole gene, like. Listen. So back to that art RG. If anybody would like. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that, bro. What, our orgies? You gonna get you an orgy if you keep on putting it out. Ain't nobody yeah. gonna try to come have an orgy with me. You gonna get a pretty motherfucker. Yeah. Unsolicited orgy, art orgy, you gonna get one. Yeah, you gonna start having girls walk up to oh, you yeah. and dudes be like, hey, what about that orgy, nigga? Mm. I'm waiting. <laughs> Are I, they gonna say it like that? <laughs> yeah, what about like, that oh, orgy, nigga? Listen to me. I welcome it. Nah, you gonna back down. I know. Mm. You gonna be like, oh, no. Oh, no. You gotta love me first. Yeah, That's me. Oh wow, we've had some. I don't know if you guys want to wrap it up. I mean, yeah, some interesting topics. Can we wrap I mean, it up with a freestyle. Yeah, if y'all kicking us out, we can. Who leave, doing a freestyle? Um, All of us. I can't rap. I can't uh, rap. Oh. I can't I'm, either. I'm not about to do this. Okay. It's fun. Can we, we do? Can uh, we do? Um, we don't have to freestyle. 
Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, we mind. can. I, you said you like singing, so I figured you would like I was like, we song. can just do like spoken word shit. You feel me? Oh, man. Mm. Last time that happened. Was... <laughs> inside joke. Inside joke. Wow. It's inside because you guys at home are inside this room. And we're laughing, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> we a little okay. left out, too, to be honest. Yeah. It's you okay. Tell us after the uh, yeah, after, air, we can yeah I can't tell you guys on okay, air. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so on that note, um, we are, of course, in the Detroit is Different studios. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. There you go. <laughs> and of course, follow us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast. That's as an R, you know, not in the debunked Toys R Us. That's A R E. And you can follow us individually. Um, mine is Aaron Just Alex. So E R I N J U S A L E X. And mine is at A S I A S period. That's A S I A period S H A R A E, Asia Sheree. And of course, again, you can follow our amazing unicorns at their handles. That's where you guys insert your handles. Your, your, your handles. <laughs> if you guys want Justice people. This is closer to you, so I figure he will go first. Okay. okay. Um, my Instagram handle is 131.295, which is also my name in divine numerology, which is Justin. Lamar Jones with two R's. Yes. Mm. So if you know, if you know Numerata, you just know his name. I don't know. Uh, my Insta- my Instagram is uh, Darius Baber Artist, D-A-R-I-U-S-B-A-B-E-R, not Barber, Faber, <laughs> and the artist. You know. Yes, and we have an episode dropping every Friday. So catch Hell us. Yeah. Catch us on all the platforms. Yes. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. We love you. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.